Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Uh, give me a sack. Sack! Yes. <laughs> How about those freaking parts? It's a me, Amanda Garcia. <laughs> Puedes pintar este violeta. Y'all are intimidating guys, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are famous, y'all are celebrity-type guys, and that's intimidating. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you on this Tuesday of Game Week 1 for East Carolina football. Pirates taking on Michigan on Saturday. Heard from Mike Houston earlier today at his game week press conference talk to some pirate players as well we've got that audio to pass along to you and the video on our social media site so look out uh be on the lookout on x formerly known as twitter facebook instagram got all those goodies for you and a big show on tap on pirate radio 92.7 fm in greenville 104.1 in washington you can find us on 1250 930 online pr927fm.com and be a part of today's show already got robert and austin in the chat join us with your questions comments predictions big week one on tap and excited to talk some football here on pirate radio live shirley rhodes is here chandler honeycutt is here the big dog glenn griffin and joining me inside the pirate radio studios mac mccarthy happy game week to you sir how you doing happy game week uh we had a little tease last week but we're ready to go full speed now absolutely also coming up on today's show the mully man mike mullis at four o'clock and at five o'clock bryce williams will talk some pirate football with us inside the pirate radio studios so we got all that and a fresh audio cut sheet with mike houston jalen johnson jeremy lewis and julius wood we heard from the three j's on defense earlier today so we'll have that coming your way uh, a couple things just to kick off the show um we have not named a starting quarterback at east carolina mike houston says we'll find out at 1201 when or or maybe if the pirates kick off at 1206 whatever uh who will be the starter for east carolina my fake money is on mason garcia but who knows could uh, throw a curveball out there and beyond that we don't have a depth chart so michigan's not putting out a depth chart east carolina's not putting out a depth chart i love alabama so yeah this is uh this is becoming a trend i guess or is a trend coach across college football why why i guess gamesmanship i don't know wait, wait you know who is who is paying attention to that you right now you're worried about your own team and yeah you do scout and you do get prepared but and there are quarterbacks that would you know cause you to do some different things but is is this a big advantage for anybody i don't do they truly not know or is it just gamesmanship or is it a situation where they are just trying to keep everybody happy till the last minute all the above maybe Uh, i think you went over it all there now i do know that i love a depth chart i think the folks out there do as well uh but and mike houston might have an internal depth chart that he's gone over with his team or like you said could be uh hey every the starting spots are still open let's practice these last few days i saw something on a depth chart that i had never seen today virginia tech released theirs and they put the coaches that will be on the field and the coaches that will be in the booth i've never seen that Hmm. but i like that okay uh, okay 
I feel like I've seen. I don't know if I've seen that on a depth chart. I haven't seen it on a depth chart. Yeah. yeah. Um, the oars became a popular thing with ECU over the years. I saw <laughs> one school had just about. I think it was South Florida had about eighteen oars on their depth chart. Those are always fun. I was going to say maybe it's because there's so many oars on the depth chart that Could he be. just didn't want a depth chart out there. But Adam Schefter. A couple, maybe a month or two ago, I remember there was a depth chart that was released in the NFL, and he had never seen the or before oh, he yeah. tweeted out. He was like, "Never seen this before." There's an or, I believe it was Baker Mayfield or um, Kyle Trask to be the starting quarterback for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I was like, "Oh, well, we've seen that before here at East Carolina. We saw it a lot over the uh, the past few years." Robert says, what's up, PRL? Hello, Robert. Austin says, last Tuesday before ECU football, can you believe it? Yes and no, because we've been here every day this summer counting it down on the David Price construction countdown to kickoff. So we've been aware of the numbers, but there is an excitement in the building and an excitement in Greenville and excitement across the the college football landscape for some real football jamie says coach mack is in the building that is a fact i'm sitting right here right here looking at him um jamie also said there's still a chance do you know what he's referring to i know uh there's a chance that his sources could look very smart but i don't think those chances are very big um because he said that according to his sources from the uh from the spring from the spring that Alex Flynn is the starting quarterback for East Carolina. That's right. Uh, yeah, I think it's Mason, but you're right, Jamie. There is still a chance. Uh, John Moody says, got Pirate Radio tuned in while I cut the grass on campus today, ready to get to Ann Arbor. Thank you for your grass-cutting service, John, and glad you're tuned in today. And Todd says, four days till showtime. It is all coming. Also, something else uh, just to hit the top of the show here we're keeping an eye on. Uh, we'll hear if Isaiah Winstead, Holden Naylor's Keaton Mitchell – uh, make their team so surely you showed me a tweet earlier from a writer from the baltimore sun that said uh keaton mitchell sources say keaton mitchell will make the 53-man roster is, for the ravens is that this is jamie for, sources no this was a beat writer for the baltimore sun some dude named wacker uh yeah his last name was wacker um but um i am keeping a close eye on all the latest information i don't have everything i do know that the uh we talked about this what time the deadline was is at four o'clock all right eastern time so, so we'll be getting some news here soon yeah and according to that beat writer the baltimore sun was wacker surely his uh, name's um, wacker excuse me mark wacker uh wacker has um he said that uh, Keaton wasn't out at practice. He wasn't seen at practice, but his sources say that Keaton did make the 53-man roster. Awesome. So, um, didn't and, play in the game the other night either. It was in street clothes. Yeah, so I don't know if they're just kind of giving him some time to maybe maybe he's not as healed up from that stinger he got uh, the other night, but we'll see. But I'm keeping a close eye on, love, on the uh, cut list. Excuse I love me. the term street clothes. I just, even as a kid like is so-and-so playing no he was seen in the layup line uh during the layup line he was in street clothes that's cool yeah do we have just in case this happens do we have like breaking music sound do we have that yeah we used it yesterday with uh bo bats awesome the old troy d breaking music sound you want to bring that back 
Coach, do you have breaking news for us? No, no, no. I'm asking about in the know, case. If, if, if the deadline at four o'clock yeah. certainly will yeah. have news, right? We used it yesterday for the first time in forever. So, Bo, do Bo you Bats? want me to do you want me to like hit the music when I get information? Yes, okay. just out of right. uh, anywhere. Interrupt us, please. Yeah. Okay. Please. All right, you got it. All right, folks out there, uh, we'll talk ECU Michigan. How you feeling about the game? Predictions, things like that. How about other games? We talked about it yesterday. What uh, what other games are you looking forward to this weekend? Coach, I had my grade eight. I got my grade eight for week one. Go down it. So these are not just your your big matchups, things like that. These are games that I think will be competitive games. There's four of those, and there's four in the pure curiosity category. <laughs> okay. So my favorite four are UTSA at Houston. It was a great game last year. UTSA is a road favorite against Houston. And I think that is going to be a back-and-forth, fun football game. I got the Roadrunners winning the American, and this game will not go towards that, but they can get off to a good start of their seat. They finished last year top 25. They'll try to – they're receiving votes this year. This is a big game for them to uh, try to beat Dana's guys. So I got that in one of my games, uh, games of the week. I have uh, UTSA in the championship game also okay. against the Pirates. Uh, Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Pirates. Pirates lose their first three. <laughs> they only lose one more, and they play – they they have the rubber match against UTSA to see who goes to whatever. Okay. So they go 0-3. and 3, Yeah. And then they finish the year 8-1. and one. One. Yeah. Do they win or lose against the Roadrunners in the regular season? Lose. And then they try to get them in the championship. Right. All right. Okay. I, I like that. If ECU gets off to an 0-3 uh-uh. start, there's reason to be excited. So you're folks. telling me, <laughs> you're telling me we'll be on the fifth quarter after a loss to App State. Mm. We're looking at 0-3. Yeah. And, and, but you have something positive. But and we're going to play that clip. Okay. Yeah. But there's going to be a lot of upset Pirate fans calling in to the fifth quarter, and little do they know that we'll be in the championship game at the end of the year with a rematch with UTSA. you got to believe. All right. you got to believe. I like it. Brandon said LSU versus FSU will be the game of the weekend. <laughs> well, Brandon, Brandon. Duh. Brandon. Anybody can say that, Brandon. I'm looking in the weeds, man. Get in the weeds with me. Come on. All right, Coach Mack, another game. I'm intrigued by Coastal Carolina at UCLA. Just a weird matchup, unique matchup, all the way across the country. It is, but but you know, Coastal Carolina changing coaches. I think UCLA is better than people think. Uh, they they're going to start the veteran at quarterback rather than the highly recruited freshman. More, um, I, you know, I think people are sleeping on UCLA a little bit. They're talking about Washington, Oregon, USC, Utah, but I'm not so sure UCLA is not one of the best four teams out there in in what is the best year in that league in a long time, and as we know, the last year in that league. So you think this one may not be as close as I wanted to be? I don't think. I think you're. Uh, I think you're relying too much on uh, Coastal's last few years where they've been good, and I'm not sure losing the coach to Liberty that uh, they'll sustain that. Their their quarterback entered the transfer portal and then ended up coming back yeah. to Coastal Carolina, so they do have their quarterback back this year. Good info. Thank you. Here's Jan, another man. nugget, and I could be wrong here, but I'm going to throw uh, it out there. That's in good. Ken Niamatololo is at UCLA yes, now on the staff. Yeah, he good is. Call. Will yeah. they run the option? We'll see. <laughs> uh, 
I feel a little worse. I don't know why I didn't notice this yesterday, but I'm still calling for it. Uh, I love a smaller school versus bigger school, quote-unquote. But Fresno State at Purdue feels like a an upset, if you want to call it that. That's not a bad That's pick at all. That's on my list. That's, That's not on my a bad list. pick at all. The problem is it's at noon. Do you do you? How much do you factor in the traveling east for a West Coast I think team? Kids, I think kids. I think people in general are used to traveling now. I, I don't think nearly as big a deal now. The NFL will tell you differently because they they do all kind of uh, different things to to acclimate themselves to a different time zone. Uh, there there are teams that that come over here play on the East Coast, then go to the Greenbrier, stay for a week, and then play on the East Coast again. Yeah. Uh, just crazy stuff like that. But I don't think it matters to the college kids. All right, uh, so you think that that one could be a competitive? Should like be a that, competitive yeah, game. I like. And then I'm going uh, the game in Charlotte Saturday night, Carolina, Carolina. Huge. Uh, that's a that's a big game for Huge both teams. Yeah, yeah, you know, South Carolina finished strong last year, beating Tennessee and Clemson back to back. Rattler played well. You know, nobody's talking about it. one name they haven't talked about for the Heisman. The only one they haven't mentioned is for the Heisman is Rattler. And if he plays like he did toward the end of last year, he could very well be a candidate. But of course they're in the sec east too north carolina uh can they outscore them again drake may uh, is certainly one of the top five quarterbacks in the country also um i i i'm as excited about that game almost as any of them to be honest and it's such a big game for both teams and, right. I, and I love a good neutral site game to start the year ec was one of, in one of those with app state a couple years ago that same year like georgia and clemson played against each other in, in charlotte so I'm really looking forward to uh, North Carolina and South Carolina and Charlotte. All right, so, Coach, those are my four. I'm keeping on. You think three of the four will be competitive that I talked about. These are my four pure curiosity games. Uh, one Thursday night in Nebraska, Minnesota. What does Matt Rule look like? Game yeah. one, his team. And as Chandler added, you know, are they getting tired of rowing the boat in Minnesota? You know, if he if they lose to Nebraska week one little trouble i, in I think the seat's warm coach i don't think so right. i don't think so I, I, will it be warm after a loss to nebraska <laughs> well it, it'll be closer to warm but uh but and, and and that that really is a chance to be a great game nebraska you got to think will be improved with matt rule uh got a quarterback in there uh, minnesota will be breaking in a new quarterback uh nebraska a little setback today great tight end who's been to multiple schools i think his name is gilbert uh got arrested for something uh so you know that's that's a distraction they didn't need but uh I, yeah i think that's a really interesting game speaking of distractions the other one uh colorado at tcu yeah. pure curiosity category oh my gosh i mean fox this is the best you can do uh, you know hmm. a, a 20 a three touchdown dog uh they have 10 players colorado has 10 players that were on the team a year ago and i know they sucked a year ago but but still 10 players back everybody else is new uh, the people that are thinking this is going to be a miracle are sadly mistaken okay uh the other pure curiosity game number three south carolina state at charlotte I just want to see what Biff Pogey has. He's been talking up all this mess. I want to see what he's got to put out there on the field. Now, South Carolina State does have a game under their belt. They played Jackson State last week. They lost 37-7. to so. Right. So, sure, I mean, could be a big day for the Biffer. Pogey, he's, a, he's an interesting guy. He's a fireball. I mean, I've always wondered what it would be like to sit on the sideline knowing that uh, – 
the outcome of the game didn't affect my finances finances at all. <laughs> right. Yeah. If I was that rich, I think I would have coached a lot differently. Him and Trent Dilfer, and maybe I should add UAB to the list, have both gone into these uh, jobs here very cavalier. Like, uh, I don't have to do this. I'm just hey, doing this for fun. Hey, try something different. It's like gardening for me, this this whole coaching football thing. It worked at Coastal Carolina for turning that program around. The dude with the, the billionaire or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. TD Ameritrade or whatever he was. Uh, and he's still there. On Sunday, Northwestern at Rutgers, just to see what kind of team Northwestern and staff they're throwing together here last yeah. minute. Yeah, Skip, uh, Skip has a whole lot more fun in the USFL than he's going to have this fall. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing how the Northwestern running backs look under chris foster chris foster got them big guns good luck coach all right so those are my eight you got four i'm mean, looking forward to four out of curiosity i do want to give a shout out to uh intern joey he says i'm in class but coach mac has more valuable lessons for me than, wow. he, than he's learning in his class <laughs> he's also adding to the program he said yeah coach eric gilbert got arrested for stealing 1600 dollars in vapes that is correct Thank you, Charlotte. <laughs> Confirmed. Uh, $1,600 in vapes. That's so if Joey vapes. gets in trouble in class, it's your fault, Coach. I got, it. I got his back. Yeah. I got you, <laughs> Do you, you. You don't have any interest in Florida or Utah? Sure. I got a little bit. Yeah. I was trying to go off the radar. Oh, okay. so. that, that matchup kind of brings back nightmares for you, doesn't it, from yeah. last year? Yeah. Utah threw an interception late. Great game, On the though. goal line. Yeah. 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 I'm still upset. Utah has spurned me twice early in the year, and then I completely forget about them, and they go on these late-season runs. They might get you again. <laughs> I, I'm not messing with Utah, at least at the beginning of the year. By the way, Austin said, Coach Mack, no way we lose to Marshall. Take that to the bank. Marshall mm. is good, I man. would say, Austin, there is a way. There is a way. Yeah. Marshall, if, if there's I, a hope, will. I hope he's right, but uh, Marshall's good now. All right, what other games you uh you got an eye on? I, you know, you you got most of the games that that I had also. Uh, you know, I I literally every one that I had written down except for West Virginia and Penn State, and and I don't even know that that is much of a game except that uh, I, I'm interested to see how good Penn State is. You like Penn State? This I year. really do. I really, I really do. I want to say Penn State's a big favorite in they that are. game. Like twenty twenty something twenty point five. Yeah, coach. What do you think about uh, the Monday night game, the last game of week one? I like Clemson, that. Clemson will be Duke. competitive. Clemson Duke. It won't be competitive. Nah. Okay. I know everybody says it will be, but I just don't think so. Duke coming off a nine and four year under Mike Elko in his first year. Raleigh Leonard's back for the Blue Devils this year. Yeah, who was it? So. Oh, Jason Nichols was sitting with us yesterday, and I was going down their schedule last year, and his like eyes popped. He said, like, "Let me look at the schedule again." Duke won nine. Yeah. I mean, nine and four for Duke last year when everybody had them being the worst team in the ACC. Yeah. Maybe winning two or three games. It was a a heck of an effort for them. But uh, you think they're overmatched? I do. I think Clemson. Uh, they, they are relishing everybody disrespecting them right now. Does Clemson have a shot at being that Final Four team? One hundred percent. You mentioned a relish, Coach. What do you like on your hot dog? Mustard and chili. All right. That's it good call we can throw cheese on there if you want to but <laughs> give or take gotta have mustard and chili gotta mustard have mustard and chili. and chili jamie says how much is one vape uh not sure not sure what the <laughs> breakdown how many vapes is sixteen hundred dollars in vapes i'm not sure um all right so what are your oh robert this is what i'm talking about robert get in the weeds with me come on bring the weed eater let's get in the weeds he said august 31st 
Chowan at Barton. Game of the week. Let's go, Bulldogs. Shirley, give us a preview of your Barton Bulldogs. What do we got on going Chowan. on? What do we got? I will tell you that Barton will win. Mm-hmm. And that is all you need to know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Barton Moneyline. Man. Game of the week. Hammering it. Hammering Bulldogs. Bulldogs. <laughs> Barton Moneyline Game of the Week. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Coach, we're going to do our upset picks. Now, we call them that. What we're doing is we're picking a top 10 team to lose and a top 25 team to lose every week. We did it last year. It was fun, Chandler. It made you the sports guy that you are. When you picked Tennessee to beat Alabama, Yes, it was a monumentous, is that a word? Uh, moment? No, but it's close. It's close. It's very close to a it word. It was a big pick for me. It might uh, be monumental, but it wasn't monumental. I still hang my hat on that pick. So <laughs> Yes. Hopefully I can have another pick like that this year. We'll start coming up uh, next segment. Last year it was me, you, and CJ. This year it'll be you, myself, and Mac McCarthy doing that. That's awesome. Now, you know, I got a question about the upset, or do we need to go to the break? No, what's your question? The, I mean, for this purposes, it's just the team that's not favored, right? It they can be favored. Yeah, all we're doing, and and they can be favored. You they just can't pick, be favored to be an upset. Well, we need a different name for it then, because you're picking a top ten team to lose and a top twenty five team to lose every week. There were some unranked teams favored in some matchups last year against maybe a, like a around a fifteen ranked team. And you would just so we're not up. picking an upset. This is not a perfect system. <laughs> this is this is and and some weeks it'll line up like this week where you have top ten versus top ten, and you're picking a top ten team to lose. It doesn't go that way. I usually week. go some for the weeks underdog. You are going to legitimately have to pick an upset with a top ten team, but in a week like this week, you don't. Okay, for, not for our purposes then. In real life, what do you really call an upset? How how much difference does there have to be in the line for it to actually be an upset? We will answer that question when we return on Pirate Radio Live. What constitutes as an upset in college football, in the NFL, in all sports, specifically college football? But we'll talk about them all. Uh, when we return, Pirate Radio Live, Game Week with Mac McCarthy. We're back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Uh, welcome back. Before I read the live ad, I do have uh, one p- update for you in terms of uh, the NFL tracker. And that is Ryan Jones, the former tight end, uh, has been released by the New York Giants, although that was kind of expected just simply because of the fact that uh, the Giants had quite a few tight ends on the team at the time, and uh, he just could not uh, find some separation between the other ones. And as of right now, that is the only one that we have. Of course, the uh, deadline for the NFL uh, cuts coming up in about 30 minutes. Brownie Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. You can shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or you can visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brownie Wood, Greenville's number one dealership in the home of the lifetime 
powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All righty. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes, for that update. We'll let you know if we hear about Holt Naylor's Keaton Mitchell and Isaiah Winstead. Clip Brock, Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, Coach Mac, Mac McCarthy here, hour one of Pirate Radio Live. Coach Mac posed the question, what constitutes as an upset? Let me run over some uh, some numbers real quick, Coach. If East Carolina is a 36-point dog beats Michigan, is that an upset? The answer is yes. Um, if Virginia goes to Rocky Top and wins as a 28-point underdog, is that an upset? Yes. Absolutely. Actually in Nashville, but yeah. Uh, you're right. You told me that yesterday, Chandler. Nissan Stadium. I am not a good listener, but thank you, Coach. With you and Chandler telling me the rest of the week, I should know that this is a Nissan Stadium. Let's go a touchdown uh, under that. If Colorado wins at TCU as a 20-and-a-half-point underdog, that would be an upset. How about this, Coach? If South Alabama – or no, I had one more before that. If Boise State wins at Washington as a 14-and-a-half-point underdog, is that an upset? I would say yes. Yeah. Especially since Washington's top 10. If South Alabama – beats Tulane as a six and a half point road underdog is that an upset no i'm kind of with you there i, I think seven is so we're cutting off seven is, not not for our purposes not for our picks right purposes. right this is separate but yeah i think i think if it's a less than a touchdown and you win you didn't upset them okay maybe double digits maybe a you're you're are you cutting the line at seven i'm cutting it at seven all right that's fair all right, we answered the question. There you go. Asked uh, and answered. For, 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 for Pirate Radio, that's what we got. Simple as that. All right, so let's uh, let's do our picks. Now, again, there aren't too many realistic possibilities. Well, you know, you could go for top 25 this week, Florida beating Utah. That could actually happen. If you think Boise could beat Washington, that could be your top 10 upset. Um, but it'll get more fun as the weeks go on, and we'll have more options to choose from. I'm going to assume that everybody is going to go to that LSU-Florida State game for their top 10 team to lose this week. Am I right on that assumption, Chandler, Mac? Yeah, just because statistically you've got a 50-50 chance pretty much. And you're trying to win, so you're trying. we keep up with these numbers. See yeah, how we and do. I'm, I'm certainly going to pick some that I hope don't happen. Okay. I thought Coach Mac was going to go Scott Steiner there for a moment. 50-50 chance. And do a little uh, Steiner math. All right, so are we all going to pick the same side in this game? No. No? Okay, well, Chandler, I'll let you go first. I'm going Seminoles at home. Okay. To lose or win? To well, win, and they're not at home. Well, let me correct you, Chandler. Oh, man. Is that, all right, it's in, in, in it's Orlando. It's in beautiful Orlando, Florida. Uh, it's in the state of Florida. So, um, I'm no, I'm going to go with the, uh, with the Seminoles here. I think... That Florida State can put really put a stamp uh, on what their season is going to look like, and uh, I, don't fret LSU fans. I think they'll be fine after this game. Uh, but I like Florida State kind of showing, hey, we are the Florida State of old, and we are here. We're back. We're ready to play some college football. All right. Uh, I don't. I don't think I like Brian Kelly, but I love him as a coach. Uh, I'm going to go LSU. You use the word stamp. I'm going to use the word stomp okay lsu takes it to florida state so whatever team wins i think will stamp stomp do whatever and uh kind of i guess uh put their team on notice coach mac who are you going with from an acc perspective i hope florida state wins 
from a Florida State whining and complaining and the B word, all those things, I hope they lose. Uh, but from a football perspective, I'm afraid LSU might have a little bit too much. So you are taking LSU. the Tigers to beat Florida State. And, right. I, and I want to be wrong. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go top 25. Now, there's an obvious one here, but I'm not going with the obvious. I, I want to make it interesting. And I somewhat believe I believe this pick. I believe it to happen. Um, I'll, I'll let y'all. I'll let you go first, Chandler. Who do you got? Well, I think I have the obvious here. And I don't like to go the obvious. I usually like to kind of maybe kind of go outside the it's box. It's a long season. You don't need but to go, uh, this go is crazy week one. early. Right. This, yeah. is, this is week one, and there's really not a lot that I like here looking at the schedule. But I will take South Carolina going uh, to Charlotte and beating North Carolina. I could see a lot of North Carolina fans being upset with the way they played. I could see Drake May kind of maybe not having the best of games and kind of, you know, putting a little bit of a damper on his Heisman uh, on his Heisman journey this year but I think Spencer Rattler picks up where he left off last year and I see them beating the Tar Heels uh, at 7.30 on ABC in Bank of America Stadium man I I think Drake May will be fine the thing that could put a damper on his Heisman campaign is a loss but do you know the total in this game coach the over under Oh, you want to take a stab at it? I'd say 68. I mean, they are expecting fireworks. Both quarterbacks we talked about to go up and down the field. So it could, and, be, uh, could be a lot of fireworks. And Carolina's a slight favorite. They're two and a half. So, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Coach Mack, you're – And you brought up a good point, Chandler. It is – there's only one Carolina, to be honest. And I'm not I'm not a Carolina fan, obviously. But, but the South Carolina people calling themselves Carolina – they're not Carolina, and they're not USC. They're just South Carolina. Now, what if they win this game? They're South Carolina. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, coach, who's your top 25 team to lose? I, again, I'm picking one that I do not want to happen, but I'll take – because Cam Rising is questionable, I'm going to take Florida to beat Utah. Wow. Okay. That would be huge. That would uh... – would that be an upset? <laughs> yes. I think it would be. No. Well, well actually, Utah six, six and, and a half. half. It's only six and a half. But that yeah. would feel like an upset on the road. That'd be huge. It was above a touchdown. Uh, and then as we got closer and Cam Rising didn't uh, get the nod, although he still may play. Well, you know what I might do then? I might go against Utah early in the year. And then they'll definitely win. There by you go. 28 hey, points. Uh, the the over- other thing wasn't working for you. Go ahead. <laughs> the over under in that game is 45 and a half. So. All right. So. I don't want to go obvious here. I want to go a little outside the box. I think Tulane's in for a letdown season after the magical year last year. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know about y'all. I love USA. I'm from the USA. USA. I was born in the USA. I'm going to take USA South Alabama to win on the road at Tulane coming up 8 o'clock ESPNU on Saturday night. I, I picked to win their league. And they're picked to win this game. I know we discussed this earlier, but I see that as an upset if it does happen. On the road at Tulane, coming off a year that they had last year, um, I, I do I do see that as an upset if it does happen. I do not see that happening, though. I think Michael Pratt and Tulane gets it done against South Alabama. Uh, Russ says you can't dictate an upset by the spread. UCF was a five-point favorite last year. Was that an upset? No. It wasn't an upset. 
It was a beatdown, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> but we said anything inside of a touchdown is not an upset. I think you're proving our point. Uh, Joey in the chat, in all caps, just said, Keaton beat Melvin Gordon. Now, does that mean Keaton Mitchell beat up Melvin Gordon? No. Adam Schefter just tweeted out that uh, Melvin Gordon has been cut by the Ravens. So Girl, that, that is great news. That is great news for, for Keaton, Keaton Mitchell. Mitchell. Uh, yeah, for Keaton. Because Interesting. Uh, that was a crowded room. Yeah. And uh, it looks <laughs> hey, like Keaton Mitchell has officially, although, you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not say officially. Okay. Let me rephrase that. It's a uh, high probability that it's Keaton Mitchell season with the Baltimore Ravens. Wacker said it to be so, if Correct. you believe Wacker. Melvin, the tribe has spoken. Coach Mack, you a survivor guy? No. No. The reality show? Yeah. No, 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 no. no. All right. Fine. All right. Well, we won't have you in Survivor next year. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, uh, the little girl that was on the original Survivor, the little blonde girl with pigtails and stuff, I coached her in a basketball game one time. <laughs> we did. They did this celebrity thing, and she was on the team. And, and right at the end of the game, LeVar Arrington took her out <laughs> like he did that punter when he was at Penn State. Wait, and so. I said something to him. He said, you didn't bring that up. You didn't bring that. <laughs> what uh, so? What celebs were did you coach in that game? Do you remember the others? Uh, no, I don't remember the others. There, there were the like the Barber twins, maybe the Barber Tiki brothers. and Rhonda. Yeah, see, I, I don't remember who all was in the thing. I, I really don't. But I know that's how I, much of a celebrity Mac is. He doesn't even recognize other celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's cool. No. Where was that at? Where were you at? Uh, at VCU. Awesome. Yeah uh joey says chan man later i need some gus johnson (laughs) where is gus gonna be at this saturday is he big noonan with prime i would assume so yeah i did run over although let's look at the uh the tv schedule again i got top 25 pulled up so abc at noon virginia tennessee fox at noon colorado tcu that feels like gus probably this is weird, Coach. 3.30 CBS, Ohio State, Indiana. Yeah. That's going to be weird. ABC, 3.30, Boise State, Washington. So Notre Dame plays at 3.30 on NBC, and then there's another NBC game later that night, a uh, Big Ten game, West Virginia, Penn State, Carolina, Carolina, excuse me, North Carolina versus South Carolina, 7.30 ABC. And uh, that is your national TV schedule, network TV schedule. Of course, a ton of other games on Fox Sports 1, CBS Sports, ESPNU, and Peacock. That's right. you got to have Peacock if you want to watch Michigan and East Carolina. All right. um, Anything else week one, Coach? Kudos to college football for giving us three games on Sunday instead of just the one. If you're going to play Sunday, week one, before Labor Day, when there's no NFL. How about 12 games on Thursday? Is that, uh, you like that number? I like that a lot. Okay. All right. I I think week zero, we should go ahead and expand that to Sunday and Monday. Why the heck not? Five straight days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday this week. That, yeah. That's just outstanding. It is. It is a dream. Throw in the, the you know, one of the, uh, one of the, you know, Matt, one of the big four for NASCAR in uh, Darlington, and uh, I've got a good weekend. Are you going? No. Okay. We got company. 
Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I think I asked you that. And they can't hear me griping about that on the show, so it's okay. So no Chase Elliott in the playoff, right? No. That's crazy. Well, you you do stupid stuff. (laughs) What do you do? You mess around and you find out. (laughs) Okay. All right. I guess that's what (laughs) happened. Uh, Maybe we'll get your, uh, your pick to win it all before we leave this hour. But let's take another break. We'll come back more with Mac McCarthy. We're going to do one final run through the conferences real quick. Pick your championship games. Yes. We can do that. Yes. All right. We'll do that when we return. Pirate Radio Live. What games are you looking forward to this weekend? What's your ECU Michigan prediction? Let us know on Facebook, YouTube, or X. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Caleb Stroud of Stroud's Marine grew up on the water and has loved his uh, boating his entire life. And that's why in 2012, he decided to get back to the Marine community by creating a way for uh, boaters to order pre-owned salvage marine parts online. Stroud Marine was born to offer incredible prices and unparalleled customer service. Their mission is to save you money and get you back on the water as quickly as possible. Visit StroudsMarine.com today for more information. Strouds Marine, your best source for salvage outboard parts. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Wrapping up hour number one with Coach Mac, Mac McCarthy, and the Mully Man coming up hour two and joining us here to wrap up said hour. How you doing, Molly? Mm, good, buddy. Sorry, I was flawed a mint there. Kind okay. of uh, a little blue. Mm-hmm. A little blue on blue. Have you had anybody say anything about Carolina because you wore that color shirt? I have not. I bet I've had four people. I don't choose my sh- shirt choice by thinking I'm repping a team. Like if I wear an orange shirt, I'm not thinking Clemson or so no it's just a shirt i'm going braves hat with this because the braves did have the baby blue uh uniforms okay. back well, in the day well not a way to bell i feel like i am color coordinated that a way to bell on me i got navy blue shoes my point is there's a lot more teams people whatever yeah. businesses that use a, a, a lighter blue shade I than agree. just the university of north Carolina. i was just up before cheery day i'm more of a columbia guy ivy league guy Okay. yeah so no. what are you laughing at coach <laughs> <laughs> all right mac you want to run down the uh your conference championship games are you uh i'll join you i'd never like to leave a man behind so i'm with you all right uh let's start with the american i <laughs> You said it earlier. Yeah, UTSA and ECU. <laughs> By the, Coach, a rematch. Coach Mack has ECU starting 0-3 and making it to the AAC Championship. What a storybook season that would be. What about a story? What about We're a story? We're all about the stories, right? That's what we like here. I'm going UTSA, and they will be playing against, not Tulane, definitely not Memphis, the Ponies, the SMU Mustangs. I'm going all Texas showdown in the championship and, and, and nobody in texas will even know what's going on nobody <laughs> and i'm going road runners is tulane the most disrespected team in the aac this year because nobody can really charlotte well, well <laughs> but i think they've earned that 
they've, they've earned that right. But to, uh, I mean, Tulane to have come off the season they've come off. Probably. And it's like. I'm disrespecting them. I, I got you, know, you did it while ago. USA. Nobody's giving them any love at all. It, it's strange to me. Yeah, nobody's giving them any love. They're, they're picked, you, you know, unanimatively. To but I mean, that, that I, is, and I guess yeah, probably what I listen to like is It's like Georgia little, being disrespected well, last year. I guess year. What, I, what I'm listening to, maybe Luis, you slanted. Yeah, so maybe that would there be. Who are you listening to? Just me? Well, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, <laughs> largely. No, okay. I, you know, but at, no, even in conversation, yeah, we sit around and have these conversations and, and never is it Tulane UTSA, which My, to me would make the most sense my thought is just it is so tough to repeat that magical and they still could be good this year but how many times have you seen a team sustain what they well, did last year it's just tough to do well Tulane was a two-win team a couple of years ago then they went and did what they did last year i think easily they could switch up and you know this is the same story everybody says well two years ago they won two yeah but what did they do last year they beat kansas state and usc right and and that and that's and that's my thing is yes we've seen this before with ucf right kind of came out of nowhere and then dominated the league for a couple years all right Molly, i mean I don't, uh, I don't know i it, yeah. it literally it's just it's conversation good argument I, I but i yeah i don't know if they hear i wonder if they wonder what the noise they hear you know because they hear the stuff i mean not necessarily our conversations but Oh, Corey Glor is telling Willie Fritz everything that I said. Yeah, well. And they're using it in the locker okay. room. Uh, Coach, are you picking a winner or just a championship game? Championship game. All right, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> ACC. I got the Clemson Tigers taking on, I'm going to be lame and Rematch? say Florida State. We got it half right. Clemson and the big upset here, Louisville. I know you like the Cardinals. Okay. All right, I like that's it. interesting. Louisville's Easiest ju- schedule. Don't play Clemson or Florida State. They're a that, bunch of shocks. That helps. Louisville, uh, Georgia Tech, Week One. I believe Friday, yes. maybe. Yeah. All right, Big Twelve. It's the Big Twelve. Who you got, Coach? Texas. Texas, Kansas State. K State. Okay. Probably went with the favorites right there. Yeah, I would say who else would there be? Yeah. How about BYU in Texas? Just to mix it up, that'd be fun. BYU will be closer to to last than first. I would agree with that. Okay. Uh, Oh, you big college football guy, boy? Oh, no, I never watch any of it. (laughs) Big 10. I mean, why would you have me here this time of the year if I didn't know anything about college football? I just like talking to you. Don't worry, Molly. He basically told me I wasn't a college football guy. I mean, what does he think? He just picked freaking BYU, (laughs) and he's asking me if I know anything about college football. Have you ever watched a game? Yikes. (laughs) I mean, that's... I hope we're going to have a lot of Ryder Cup conversation at 4 o'clock. Big Ten. They still have it east and west. Coach, who's your championship? Ohio State and Wisconsin. Okay, so Bucky beats Michigan the final week. Old khaki pants. Old khaki so pants. You takes got an L. Luke Fickle in his first year at Wisconsin making it to the Big Ten championship. Oh. I'll go Whiskey and Michigan. He's got that voodoo going over uh, Ohio State right now. Ryan, uh, what's his name? Coach. Ohio State's lost two uh games in the last yeah eight million years and they were both to michigan but uh be careful by the way former smu quarterback tanner mordecai is now at wisconsin as their qb i like what you're doing today yeah. chandler you're throwing in little nuggets yeah that's we, good stuff we, just, man. we discussed that a couple weeks ago Con- <laughs> I, hey look i like what you're doing i'm trying to prove that i'm a football guy oh it was a good call uh conference usa does not have a lot of teams coach do they have a championship game yes they do all right uh who you got liberty and western kentucky you know i wanted to say new mexico state before i watched them play the other night they are brutal 
Jerry Kill got mm. beat by UMass. That was ugly. Uh, I'll go Liberty and we'll go La Tech. They're going to sling it around this year. See if they can score enough points. They can't. All right. They won with, as the game expired last week against FIU Panthers. I like winners. Uh, wait, was that a conference game week one? Is week zero? The I USA? Say? Yeah. yeah. Man, how about that? Mac. Jeff Nadeau told me there's one team above the rest, yeah. and that is Toledo. Yeah, Toledo's way better than everybody else, but Ohio is pretty good, too. I'm going to take – and they're in the opposite division. They're still in divisions. Ohio lost to San Diego State, uh, but I will go – I'll go the same as you there, Ohio versus Toledo. Mountain West. Let's go Boise and the, the team I like to beat Purdue this week, Fresno, Fresno State. State. Good call that's what you got that's what i got you're leaving out san diego state well they're picked third or fourth but uh they they could still be there pac 12 usc versus washington okay usc washington let's go uh let's go usc utah again and see if usc can tackle them this year they could not last year (laughs) sec east versus west georgia versus lsu same that's it yeah tennessee do they have any chance to where's the tennessee georgia tennessee they got a shot yeah they got a shot but just because hypel does such a great job but uh georgia just doesn't have any weaknesses at all yeah all right let's go to the fun belt they have an east and west let's see out of the east you're gonna take james madison no uh marshall Marshall. Marshall versus the Raging Cajuns. Your boys. USA. USA. Let's hear it. All right. Uh, What do you think about App State this year, Coach? Uh, You know, know, they were were actually pretty talented last year, but did you know that they led the nation in percentage attendance last year at 112% with a 5-7 and team? Yeah, because you told me. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool, but I think they bounce back. But I'm not sure they're I'm not sure they're better than third in their own division. Molly, you got it, some coastal connections. Yeah, but yeah, I played a whole lot better in the first part of the season too than they did. Kind of, kind of petered out. Well, they had that uh, the back that game day moment, and then kind of hit the fan. Yeah, they kind after of that. kind of petered out late. Ah, uh, can Coastal go to UCLA this weekend and win? Ask your boy for me. He's a baseball coach. Well, he knows. Yeah, yeah, sure they can. All right, see, coach, they can do it. The baseball guy at Coastal, he worked for a really good friend of mine, guy that was on my staff here, Larry Epperly. They worked Larry together Epperly. at Aiken or 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 um, the head guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, gosh, that's been years ago. Yeah. Then yeah, because Gilly's been there Aiken. a long time. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow, that I mean, that's going back. They were big buddies. That's yeah. going back. All right, there are Coach Max championship predictions. Have you given your Final Four here? I don't think I have, but I'm willing to. Let's do it before we let you go. Texas, Georgia, Ohio State, and Clemson. Okay. Clemson. We did it yesterday. I have Clemson getting in there. Who else? I had Georgia, Michigan, LSU, and Clemson. Going two SECs, huh? Two SEC. The way it, it just means more. And neither one of them yeah. named Alabama. Did it mean more Vanderbilt with 12,000 at their first game? <laughs> Where they almost lost to Hawaii? Uh, yeah, it meant a lot more. What would you say, Molly? And without a team named uh, Alabama. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about the uh, 
I, I am intrigued to see if the dynasty is over. Well, I don't. I don't think the dynasty is over. But I mean, they literally have whoever starts is the sixth best quarterback in the SEC West. Right. That and they clearly true. don't feel great about their starter calls. They don't have one. SEC <laughs> West. Exactly. I mean, you know. Are you is that factual coach or are you being a well, little Well there there are there are two you could debate. You here. could debate Peyton Thorne, um and you could possibly debate the kid at Texas A and M, but at very best he's he's fourth. But okay. I think he's sixth. All right, sixth best quarterback. How about uh O line? Oh, they may be best at everything, <laughs> everything else. else. Right? Yeah. So, it, and maybe maybe it doesn't matter who their quarterback is because right. they've won they've won a national championship with people like McElroy and yeah. uh, some some you know fairly average guys AJ McCarron, Jacob Coker. Yeah, some uh, some guys that didn't quite make it on the next level. All right, our uh, top ten teams to lose this week. I'm going Florida State. Coach Max going Florida State. Chandler's going LSU. Our top 25 teams to lose this week. I'm going Tulane. Chandler's going North Carolina. Coach Mack going Utah right out of the gate on Thursday night, losing to Florida. I don't want it to happen. But, but. we shall see. We shall see. Coach, that was fun. We got games to talk about. Next week we'll have games to recap and preview. And I, I won't bring up the NFL with you. I ain't scared. I'm, we, I'm doing an NFL podcast this week. Now I feel cheated on. See? What's going on there? Yeah. What are you talking about with the NFL? Uh, I'm not talking about it at all, but Laura Oakman, the number one sideline reporter oh, for Fox, is going to talk about that's it. That's what, okay, I thought you were referring to something else. Looking forward to that. When is uh, when's that recording? Well, we're going to do that. Uh, Shirley's going to help me out uh, big way on Friday morning, and then I don't know when we'll post it. Okay. Uh, Friday afternoon, uh, I would imagine. That's going to be awesome. Laura Oakman, she has been around a long time and uh, should have some awesome stories. You're going to talk this year's nfl too get a sure. few predictions sure you, I, I figure we, with the people that i know we've got to talk panthers redskins and cowboys right at least yeah <laughs> knock them out and you should be pretty good all right coach mac enjoyed it man we'll see you next week i ain't scared i'll be you, here hope to see you thursday at the party <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> yes sir all right we'll take a break come back mike mullis will stick around and join us he's gonna act like he's not <laughs> Just got a call and you take. You take it. Go. Last Let's call. World. Last call for cuts, by the way. So we should have some news on Last that. call for cuts. What will happen with Keaton Mitchell, Holton Aylers, Isaiah Winstead? That news will be trickling out as we continue on our show. More to go after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Dap House, the Sidebar, and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Your vehicle is a big part of your life, and that's why you should trust the team at Greenville Auto World for all things automotive. Greenville Auto World is now under new ownership by the Cook Management Group, but still believes in fair prices, superior service, and treating customers right. Tommy Cook and his team now have five dealerships in eastern North Carolina with a fully stocked inventory of SUVs, trucks, and cars. 
for sales or service, visit Greenville Auto World on Highway 43 or GreenvilleAutoWorld.net. Pirates supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. We got some uh, some predictions rolling in. We've got ECU is going to beat Michigan 20-16. to Going to control the ball, limit possessions, especially with the clock not stopping on first down. That from Mike P. Matthew says ECU with the upset in Michigan. 17-14. to ECU creates turnovers, gets an interception, kicks a last-minute field goal to get the upset. Oh, man. Who kicks the field goal? Great question. I guess Andrew Conrad. Who's kicking field goals, Chandler? We don't have answers on any right now. It's, it's we don't a, have a depth chart. It's a huge mystery. We don't have anything. I know Conrad and Leif Margin were kind of back and forth with the place kicking and stuff. So, uh, I will not be Jerry Rice. No, it will not. Uh, Jamie says someone forgot to cut two commercials. Uh, let's get the focus up there. Sorry, that's all. Right. Hey, don't apologize to me. Apologize to Jamie. Sorry, Jamie, <laughs> and sorry that you have bad sources. Oh, uh, Mully man, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm excited for football. Ready to go? Big weekend. Did yeah. You watch any week zero? A lot of it. I did as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I found myself watching some pretty bad games. There were terrible games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, matter of fact, I, I would go so far as to say I don't think it was a good game. Can you? Did you get anything from Notre Dame Navy? Like Sam Hartman's I, good. Yeah. And, well, and that's is uh, yes, Sam Hartman is good. Or is Navy, you know, not very good? I don't know. Navy defensively, again, they just get off to these slow starts. But it's and hard I to say told, defensively. They give up, what, 41 or something? 40 was a 40? I mean, they, oh, I know. But I, I'm, I, usually they, they're they pretty pretty decent on that side of the ball. I think Notre Dame's finally got a quarterback that can make them almost live up to the hype well and it's funny because notre dame gets mentioned in no conversations anymore right they're kind of the dudes that are on the outside looking in so uh maybe notre dame is for real this year it's all it's like the big bad wolf you know they were top 10 every year and and we got tired of it no moving to the side there was tremendous notre dame fatigue i would say that was right up there with the patriots fatigue and uh you know maybe even alabama but yeah it for was, me uh, yankees in the yankees. 90s yep yep so i um, but I don't know. Are they back? I mean, they, you know, and again, they got much better last year as the, as the kind of as the season progressed as far as playing better. So maybe they're, uh, I mean, maybe, maybe they're where they need to be. I heard a crazy stat, Molly. Can't wait. For, can't wait. This could be the first losing season for the New York Yankees since 1992. So they cut Luke Donaldson today. Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson. I'm sorry, not the golfer, the uh, third <laughs> baseman. They cut Josh Donaldson today, and it, you know, we've had conversations when Josh Donaldson was a brave about Josh Donaldson, and he, you know, he figured out how to work the system there. Got a big check, uh, goes in the locker room, completing total cancer apparently. But it, how much of that is uh, was he that detrimental to the team, or is that like, hey, we need a we need a scapegoat in something that at least looks good, like, <laughs> yeah. like right now. The old chair off the Titanic. Yeah, I, well, I mean, thing. how if, if if George Steinbrenner's around, is Boone still the manager there right no. now? No. I, I can't see it. Heck and no. I can't believe Junior hadn't done something about it. I know. It is crazy. Um, 
Josh Donaldson's a great guy. He is like the prototypical like him when he's on your team, dislike him. Oh, he just seems like such a prick. Very funky. He's the ultimate one year contract guy. Yeah. Signing for a year, he's motivated to play. He plays well, keeps his mouth shut relatively, uh, and uh, you can move on from him. He's also probably a guy, Mully, when things are going good, he's awesome to have around because he's cutting up. Fun. Yeah, it's called a With, front runner. When things are going bad. Yeah, he ain't the guy. Yeah, front runner. It's a good he word He's not it. the guy. Did you see the Acuna thing I was just going to bring that up. How, how do you let that happen if you're the Braves? There's, what, 50 guys in the dugout. Somebody's got to see this. It's happening. This happened. If you're the Braves? It, listen, he is your best player, maybe the best player in the game. One, he's top five for sure. How do you you gotta like? Don't you protect that cat at all costs? Like from now on, somebody keep their eye on Acuna. Don't let. It, 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 did you? I mean, I'm sure you watched the video. It was like it happened in slow motion. I it know. Was, it wasn't like this dude just you know was beamed in there from nowhere. You, and then there was a second man. Yeah. And, and then the first person that gets there is the bullpen catcher. <laughs> and 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 he gets there alone. Don't I mean don't, when the bullpen catcher jumps up and takes off running, doesn't everybody in the pen or? And I know it's between innings, so guys get up, get you know, may get a drink, or some guys go down the tunnel, use a bat, whatever. But I mean, you got. Well, Big League Dugout probably has 55 guys in it, something like that, with training staff and whatever. Uh, then you've got the bullpen. I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I was watching, was it Yankees-Rays the other day? And um, they had the dugout cam. And it was uh, Randy Rosarena stole third and said something to the pitcher. And the oh, yeah, dugout came, yeah, came emptied up, immediately. Yeah, came over the top. It was and, awesome. Yeah, like, they, like it was 100% anticipated. And nothing even happened, but they were out there so quick. And that's, again, how do the Braves, and, and either team, how does anybody let this happen in a big league stadium? And I get the, like, the spontaneous fan comes over the wall, streaks, takes off. This dude was just jogging. Like, or two, yeah. two, they were just, it was... It was not the best effort. I don't know. It was it it it, it kind of baffled me. A uh, couple of comments on Notre Dame Navy. Skip says, "Come on, we need to stop with South Bend." Nick says, "In the words of Michael Winstead, Navy is dumpster juice." Mm, put them on the dumpster juice list. They do this every year. That's right to start the season. I, and I said that a million times last week and didn't take my own advice because I was. T- it's a new year. It's a new da da da. They come out the gate so slow every year. It's crazy. Well, you, you open open against the Irish in Ireland. So I mean, I you know, Jamie says, "Clip any comments on bets being uh, best odds at the moment to beat out Acuna for MVP." I'm hearing it's, a lot of. Uh, it's, I was listening to a show today. Are we underappreciating Mookie Betts and what he's doing? It's amazing to be the story. All of a sudden, you know, Mookie was kind of quiet for the first three quarters of the season now that we're in the home stretch and the push for mvp the dodgers pr folks have definitely gotten cranked up because all of a sudden you're seeing all these comparisons to i saw one of him and barry bonds i mean i've seen lots of them that you know they're, they're kind of it's almost like the heisman push but I, I, bets may be underrated and that largely may be because he plays on the west coast as it relates to us i mean we don't see him play all that much 35 dingers 10 stolen bases he's hitting 312 he's knocked in 93 and for those I, i'm such old school when it comes to baseball i don't even look at like ops and no. stuff but that's is is over one i guess that's, that's really good really good uh acuna's got the 30 60 thing going no and if he's like 40 70 
I mean, is that so? I don't know. You can't go wrong either way. No, you can't. But uh, Ronald, both of them are putting up tremendous seasons, and they're playing for just like world beater teams here. Yep, incredible yep. teams. So uh, I guess you know we had this conversation. Was it with you, Muller, or somebody else? Like Otani. I think it might have been like had he locked up the MVP like at the All Star break. Oh no, that was exactly yeah. That was what we said. If the MVP was being voted right now, if he would just shut it down the rest of the way. But <laughs> even I remember making the comment, and every time I see that he's hurt again, I go, "He's just he's very susceptible to, to injury." And normally it's these little nags that cause him to come out of a game early or something like that. Now, you know, potentially facing uh, another Tommy John surgery, and you know, I so. It, I would also – we'll know at some point how much money that may end up costing uh, Shohei if he goes through with it and, and doesn't you know, bounce back as a pitcher. So he's like the greatest overall player in baseball. If he only is a hitter, Molly, he's still an all-star, right? I mean, he's still – Oh, yeah, no question. Yeah. I, I, and I, so I was even thinking that, okay, where do they put – like if he – if he decides not to pitch anymore, he gets the surgery, he's back throwing. I mean, is he, what, does he end up being like the greatest center fielder we've ever seen? I mean, what else can this guy do? Is he, <laughs> is he the, you know, does he go to short and all of a sudden he's, the, you know, uh, the, the the MVP at, play, you know, playing shortstop? I I don't know. He's definitely something we've never seen before. And, and so it's, um, you know, it's it's interesting. I, I, I do, man. It's it's tragic that that Tommy John surgery, we, surgery that UCL is the most expensive UCL probably ever torn. No day baseball today on the Buccaneer Music Hall School Board presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. Hmm. Nice job, Chan. Mm-hmm. That boy. Uh, White, hot. White Sox at O's tonight on Pirate Radio. O's blinked Chicago last night as they are just an absolute disaster. Mackenzie Gore on the bump tonight for Washington. Let me take a look at the standings real quick. The only thing I'm keeping an eye on standings-wise, will the Mets finish last in the National League East? Right now they are a game behind Washington, 26 games out of first place. What a year for the Metropolitans. <laughs> also tonight, uh, Braves and Rockies. Hopefully security's a little better. Molly, have you kept an eye on the AL West the Seattle Mariners. By the way, Julio Rodriguez is outside of his mind right now. No question. Uh, the Mariners are one game up on the Rangers and Astros. Awesome battle going on out in the AL West. And who would have sniffed that out? Do you care? Started. The, I I don't know that it's relevant at the end of the year, but it's it's it's. I I, I want to say it's interesting. I guess it's interesting. It's interesting because who would have – this is almost like the Orioles scenario from last year. Like you're going, really? The the Mariners or – The Rangers? The Rangers. And the Rangers have made moves that you're like, okay. And, I, you know, Chapman coming over there. Of course, they're turning around his 101 right now like it's nothing. And, and I don't know if you saw the other night, but he violated the uh, two-pick rule to first base and gave up a uh-huh. free bag that ended up being uh, critical in the game. But, uh, you know, the Rangers have made some moves, made some moves at the tra- uh, trade deadline. So – I don't know. Uh, yeah. Let me see where the Orioles are. So let me look at some odds to win the. Let's see. I want to look at League Pennant. That's what I want to look at. Uh, the Astros plus 325. Rays plus 375. Okay. Orioles are 275. So they're actually mm-hmm. the favorite. Mm-hmm. All right. They're getting a little credit. How about Altuve with the cycle last night? That guy just keeps just keeps playing. I mean, he's played through all this, uh, you know, all this 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 dirty laundry and whatever else, but he he keeps playing. 
Uh, yeah, so MLB coming down the stretch here, and you've got some good races to follow. Playoffs are going to be great because the Braves are back in their early, mid-90s run where they just win a million games, and then it's can they win in the playoffs. Right. And last year, they ran into a hot a Phillies team that got hot. This year, there's going to be a hot team. I'm fascinated to see what these young O's do in the playoffs. Camden Yards is going to be rocking. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what the ownership will do to screw it up. They're trying everything they can. This is like Major League come to life. You've got the owner trying to sabotage the team or something. So they'll move them to Florida. (laughs) That's right. Uh, But uh, fun following that. Molly, uh, can you stick around one more segment? Sure. Uh, We'll dive into some football talk. Surely uh, keeping an eye on cut lists and things of that nature. And uh, we got something. Let's go to the Shirley Rhodes NFL cut desk. (laughs) It is official. Keaton Mitchell is a Baltimore Raven. Man. So, congratulations to Deuce. Also, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals have updated their 53-man roster. Deontay Smith uh, makes the 53-man roster for the Bengals. Of course, uh, he was there last year but did not get to play a lot due to injuries. So, that's good news for him. We are still keeping an eye out uh, for the Seahawks and the 49ers. They have not released their 53-man roster just yet, so we're keeping a close eye on that. And uh, outside of that, uh, DeMar Hamlin made the 53-man roster for the Buffalo Bills, so good news for him. Jonathan Taylor will not be traded by the Colts. He will remain on the pup list, uh, making him ineligible to play in the first four games of the season. Uh, so he's expecting to miss games against the Jags, Texans, Ravens, and Rams. I wonder what the rest of the story is there. There is a lot of story there. And uh, I guess he will remain a Colt, and we'll see if we'll uh, actually see him play in 2023. Let's take a break. We'll come back more with the Mully Man. Back with you after this. I want to give you a ring, but each time we talk, I get the same old thing. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Dap House, the Sidebar, and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, when you walk through the doors of Villa Verde, you'll experience the sights, sounds, and smells of authentic Dominican flavors. Villa Verde is inviting you to come by this summer and try some of their amazing empanadas. Famous red, uh, famous red snapper, grouper bites, Cuban sandwiches, and more. Relax on the patio with a fresh mojito or cold beer while enjoying one of their out-of-this-world desserts like the rum pineapple cake. Villa Verde on 10th Street, a platform for good and a proud supporter of the Pirate Nation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, Keaton Mitchell is a Raven. Uh, makes the 53-man roster. Awesome stuff for Keaton. And uh, be make, make sure to have red zone uh, ready to go or the ticket on sunday uh opening sunday next week and you might see him returning a kickoff for those baltimore ravens shirley can you pull up the um cupcake layup comment got it right here all right hit that for me uh this is from halftime of navy and notre dame from saturday previewing michigan's opener against east carolina 
Michigan, 13 wins last year, back-to-back -back college football playoff appearances. I mean, the expectations are high there. What do you expect to see in week one? Well, let's talk about the negative. Jim Harbaugh's not going to be on the sideline, but we talk about all the positives with this team. A lot of returning production, 81% returning production there. I want to see a team that's mature, right? You have distractions because your coach isn't there, and this is a, a cupcake layup opponent. Go out there, play fundamentally well. Your stars should look like stars, and then... So Michigan has dominated non-conference opponents uh, the last few years, and the, this uh, analyst doesn't even say the name East Carolina, just Cupcake, looks at the spread, sees 36 points, says, okay, Cupcake, layup opponent. So, I mean, I get it from that regard. Um, Mully, I asked Coach Houston today, when he hears words like cupcake and layup, you know, does he use that for motivation? Does he put it up in the locker room? Uh, cut four from Mike Houston today, Shirley. No matter what anybody thinks on the outside, it's not going to impact what we do uh, on game day. And it's the external external expectations can never drive our internal motivation. And it's, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've had the talking heads say stuff like that, and then they have to eat their words after the game. So, uh, you know, that's just that's part of it, and that's what they do. You know, they sit up there, and their job is to entertain audiences. And so, uh, uh, you know, our focus is on uh, our players, our coaches, you know, control what we can control, uh, doing a great job making sure the Pirates are ready to play and, uh, and kick off on Saturday and get after it. Do you believe that he hasn't brought this up and they i mean i don't think I don't, I don't think there's any need to i mean i in this situation with the spread being what it is and you know i if you're uh if it's a uh, 10 point spread and it's you know a, a a more perceived to be competitive game what's ironic about that is uh, i was actually having lunch with uh former east carolina baseball player warren gaspar the kid was in for camp over at um uh, at cliff's uh prospect camp so anyway we're sitting there having something to eat and we're watching the game and we hear that comment and we're like, there's no way he just said, like, maybe he said, this is no cupcake layup. You know, we, so I literally later on that night, it was all over social media and I shot it to Warren and we kind of had a little, had a little back and forth on that. But yeah, I, I was, I don't know. I guess I'm more, I mean, there's any, and it's not like this hasn't been said before, but I guess it strikes a little closer to home. But I mean, come on, man. You know, we're not talking about... Uh, They're almost 40-point favorites, though. I get that. I get that. And so, you know, state that fact. You know, that Michigan's favored by nearly 40 points in this game. Should be no problem for... At least at least don't disrespect the 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 opposing team. But but it is what it is. And and like Coach said, that's uh, that's his job. And, I mean, you know, we're talking about him right now when we'd have... Uh, otherwise have no no reason to so yeah i didn't i don't know his name i, have I can't no remember idea. his name i have no idea what his name but is. again if he'd have said east carolina 36 point underdogs wins the game on saturday they're gonna pull the upset it, it means about the same as him saying that like well, it, whatever you say what it doesn't matter again it affects us because it's you know it's ground zero for pirate nation absolutely you know anywhere else in the country they're looking at the same thing you're looking at the spread and going you know oh yeah they should they should smoke east carolina yeah, uh, how how competitive you think the game will be, Molly? Man, I I hope the I think the Pirates can cover, but again, I I don't know why way other than like if I was in Los Angeles, would I feel that way? I know I don't know. Yeah, we because, all have biases whether yeah, we mean to or not. Yeah, whether we and whether we want to admit it or not, we yeah. you know we have biases and and but it's um 
you know, we I just don't. I think there's so many things that we don't know. If if this team comes out and is sharp and uh, uh, as talented um, as what we've heard coming out of practice, this has been the greatest. Uh, secret kept in Greenville athletics (laughs) history from the standpoint of, I mean, we don't know who's going to go under center, you know, game one, we are are the first snap. We don't, I mean, we just don't know anything other than uh, they're going to show up and and like, you know, like coach said, you'll find out at 1201, like everybody else. And I'm not taking credit or blame for this, but since Chandler and I was on the the field at Daddy Ficklin stadium and said that, four different quarterbacks through pick sixes in the first scrimmage it has been pretty closed and cut off and tight-lipped and to the point where they're running people off uh, of yeah. practice and doing closed scrimmages where jason nichols former pirate goes over there to watch and closed means closed it's not just for media it's uh apparently for family members and everybody so it has been very it is quite a well-kept secret very locked in to the point where we got our game notes and we don't have a depth chart we don't we don't even have a starting quarterback and i think you know from what i understand michigan has a history of not releasing too deep yeah so i don't know if that you know is that the precursor the other question becomes i mean in this situation especially and i don't man i don't know that it really matters i mean both teams know what the other team's going to try to do right they i mean now if anybody has the 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 mystery or the the benefit of the mystery it would be east absolutely it would be you haven't seen mason garcia right and who knows i can't imagine this offense will look like it did for holton Uh, i think that'll probably be a little more run oriented and you know mason uh is is quite a runner and a good athlete but we're assuming he's the quarterback. So, I mean, if it's Flynn, he's a little bit more of a passer. I, I mean, I don't know. So, uh, but yeah, I, back to your question, I, I would hope that the Pirates can be competitive. I would I would hope that it's, um, you know, that, that everybody at least sees something to build on. Uh, but Michigan is... Michigan is not just a good Michigan team. <laughs> Michigan is a great and national football team. Ryan on YouTube says ECU is a chip on the shoulder program, and this just fuels it. Like Mully said, no one outside of the team and insiders has any idea what this roster and team will look like. And you can have as many chips and fuels as you want. You're taking on a team that is picked to play in the national championship. I, I will say this is probably if not the one of the most anticipated season openers not being against an in-state rival that i've ever seen like and a lot of it is i I just want to see the team like i just want to see you know how do they roll out you know that that's that's it's almost a curiosity as much as anything at this point let's uh chandler come on in what uh you just woke him up no just talk right there come into the show join us season openers of the past molly just said nine because i'm thinking of season openers we were excited about and they both included in-state schools that's right app state and nc that's right when is uh when's our last most anticipated season opener that was not an in-state opponent i mean do we really have to go all the way back to like 2011 russ first game south carolina Carolina, yeah that might be it oh that's 12 years ago and i and, and i don't know that that's quite the same deal as that i think it was anticipated for a different reason i think with the expectations were much higher that east carolina will beat south carolina in that game well south south carolina Carolina, was like top 10 yeah but south michigan is just exceptional yeah but i think again right now it's 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 it again it is the uh it's been an amazing job of keeping the curtain closed and everybody wants to know what's behind the curtain Skip says the job is to score and stop them. 
That's right. Simple enough. Thank you, Skip. Huge contribution to the YouTube chat today. Yeah, I mean, well, but it's factual. Sure. Bring the facts. All right, so uh, did you ever answer the question, how competitive will this game be? I, I, uh, you no. said, I don't know. I said, I hope. <laughs> I said, I hope is really where I left it. It was a uh, absolute non-answer. Any interest uh, Any interest in Carolina, Carolina? Uh, I think that's good. I, I think South Carolina is going to, I think they're going to beat them fairly handily. Really? I really do. I hope you're right. I really do. I, I, I mean, th- again, I keep talking about, like, man, they were, they were playing really well th- at the end of the year last year. I like Beamer. And Spencer Rattler was Spencer Rattler for the back end of the year last year. Yeah. And was Drake May ever really Drake May? Who I mean, he gets a lot of hype for. Like I'm just waiting on that. North, and I, North Carolina's mini Notre Dame, Molly. They're always like preseason top twenty. They're right. Yeah. Right. And it, you know. And, and again, I can't help but think how pathetic their defense was early in the season last year. Well, they went triple overtime with FAMU and gave up 56 points or whatever oh, it was. the App State game, too. Yeah, the App State. That's the one. Yeah. It was both of them. Yeah. FAMU at their place and then App State. I mean, it was, yeah, they were they were they were horrible defensively so i mean you know maybe they've got that stuff fixed and i think there's another big story that um that can be a distraction from them or for them is the uh the wide out that you know is not uh not been cleared to play yet uh and still a lot of people talking about that as opposed to this game did so. joe biden come out on that yet or no no, no not, not that i know of uh we did our division winners that we'll talk more uh, nfl with you next week molly we had at least one person take the Packers to go to the playoffs. Tony Dunn says the Packers get in as a wild card. Um, that is a, I don't hate that. That's a that. competitive division because Tony and I have the Lions winning it. Chandler took the Bears. Joey took the favorite, the Vikings. Like That is all of a sudden a competitive, and, and, fun and the, division. And the thing is, all those teams are like, on a scale of 1 to 10, they're all a bunch of sevens. Minnesota seven and a half, but there's nobody there that you go. They're going to be in the Super Bowl. No, so they're all they're all a bunch of of you know sevens. I mean six. six But the Packers, I feel like, are that horse that started uh, this summer. Oh, they were were threes. Yeah, and And when Jordan loves Jordan loves last outing, all of a sudden they're like, wait a minute, maybe this dude can play, and maybe he's seen enough. And uh, who's playing defense in that division? Who knows. Because there's not a lot of it. Detroit? Maybe. The the Bears went from couldn't score uh, to scoring 50 points but not stopping anybody. And what's what's so hard to believe about that is what do the Bears do historically? They just run the ball for three yards. And play and defense. Punt and, and yeah, try to get a sack and a fumble or yeah, something. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm still waiting on I, Mike Singletary and, you know, that that My crowd. point is, if the Packers play defense and have and the they, best they defense should. in that division, like, they got a shot. But they got to score 21, yeah, 24 games, something like that. Uh, the Lions all of a sudden have a powerful offense. The Bears the and the Vikings, obviously, with their weapons, are going to put up a lot of points. Yep. So, fun division. Uh, we'll talk more NFL with Mully next week. Mully, man, uh, anything else? We hit a lot today. You know, it's kind of funny when you do that and kind of preface what we're going to go over next week. I feel like I'm getting ready to leave class, and the teacher just gave me homework assignment for uh, just look over for next week. Be look prepared. over, look over one notes, and okay. uh, I, check your uh, your online folder. I might send you some things okay. via text. Right. I will. Uh, I'll keep my eyes open. All right, we will take a break. Come back when we return. We'll hear from some of the pirate players we had a chance to talk to today. The three J's on. Uh, the two J's on defense, Jeremy Lewis, Julius Wood, and also double J on offense, Jalen Johnson. 
Uh, Jansen says this is the best East Carolina, the best team East Carolina has ever played. Going to be great to see our new squad up against them, even if we lose by 30. I like that mindset. Yeah, I let's think, see I what think we that's got. fair. Right. Let's go out there against the best. Mike P says, What if the reason ECU has been keeping things so under wraps is because they're running triple option against Michigan? That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Skip says, North Carolina is always overrated. Skip, bring the facts. 100% agree. <laughs> See you, Molly. See you, Bob. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Dap House, the Sidebar, and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Well, CopyPro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year. And they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit CopyPro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. And uh, Clip, as we head back into the show, still uh, waiting uh, to hear from uh, the 49ers and the Seahawks to uh, make it official as far as uh, Holt Naylor's and Isaiah Winstead. However, the Minnesota Vikings have released their 53-man roster, and Blake Prohl has been waived. So, uh, really, right now, uh, the option could be practice squad, but we won't know that at least until Wednesday. So, yeah. that's where we are uh, as far as our uh, uh, cut ro- uh, tracker is. So, yeah, you, you could waive him. If he clears waivers, you pick him back up, join the practice squad, which uh, when we talked to Morgan Aylers on Friday said could be an option for Holton Aylers. Uh, he said that on the show on Friday. A lot of signs pointing to Isaiah Winstead uh, being on the Niners practice squad, which would be awesome. So uh, pulling for that, obviously, if he doesn't make the 53-man roster, but we will – uh, have that for you when it comes out. Well, I, looking up Isaiah Winstead on Twitter, uh, if you just go to the search bar and look up these guys' names, uh, looking him up, a lot of 49ers fans like Isaiah Winstead. They're a big fan of him, and uh, just like we are of him. And uh, so the, he has the support of Niners fans, and I think he's shown enough in the preseason to at least get on the practice squad. So hoping that help, uh, that works out for Isaiah Winstead. Does he have the support of Rajay Harris and Jack Powers? Yes. 49ers fans. Oh my God. Hey, my God. I would say so. How you doing, my God? Uh, Clint says, can't wait for the ECU hype video. Did you not see it? We released it Saturday. Scott Steiner promo. <laughs> that was it. A couple of uh, big boys with their shirts off. Wait, that's is that the intro video for the football thing? <laughs> I think so. Uh, yeah, should be some cool stuff coming with ECU. We'll talk to John Gilbert on the show coming up on wednesday at three o'clock i've got like we're about through tuesday i feel like i have like 25 interviews coming up the rest of the week like we've got um we got a michigan writer aaron mcmahon on tomorrow we've got john gilbert we've got p mace i'm trying to move ken watlington to thursday depending on what happens with weather and high school football uh but also jeff nadu 
Wager McGee's tomorrow. I forgot to mention him. Uh, they do Emery Hunt, our buddy from CBS Sports HQ. Nice. Uh, will join us on the show this week to talk college football. Love talking football with him. Marcus Crandall, who I believe is going to hook us up with former Pirate basketball player Tony Parham. I'm forgetting. T- Touchdown, Tony Collins. Is back. His return to Pirate Radio. Excited about that. Plus, and that's just Thursday. I haven't even got to Friday yet, where we'll have Brian North and Tony Dunn and Morgan Aylers and Mark Greenhelge. And I feel like I'm forgetting just a whole lot of stuff, man. Busy, busy week. But it's going to be like that all throughout football season. So we're excited it's back. Can't wait for the Pirate Radio football kickoff party coming up on Thursday night. Uh, you can get one of these awesome Jeff Charles The Voice t-shirts for just 20 bucks at the party coming up on Thursday night. State Theater Chairman of the Board Ken Knox will join us on the show on Thursday as well. So the guests just keep on coming. Uh, Steve Hill says HTMFS. HT to you, buddy. Eric said, I'm a big Chandler Hun- I'm a big fan of Chandler Honeycutt. Hope he doesn't get cut. Who said that? Eric. E-Rock. I think I'm safe. Mm, that's the worst possible feeling you could have. Uh, the kiss of death. You never want to feel too safe. Never want to feel too safe. All right, let's hear uh, from some of the interviews we had earlier today. So, Chandler, I did some one-on-ones with the guys. You'll see those videos pop up on uh, social media, Pirate Radio social media. You were in the group interviews. Did you ask any questions? Uh, yes, I asked. Uh, I didn't ask one to Julius, but I did ask one to Jeremy and Julius. Uh, Jalen Johnson. You going to start with Jalen? Sure, let's do it. ECU wide receiver Jalen Johnson earlier today. Got your season opener Saturday. Just your initial thoughts on uh, opening the season and going to the big house. Um, I feel like it's a great experience just to go to the biggest stadium in America. Um, as always, you just hear about historic moments um, there at that stadium. But at the end of the day, it's just another football game once you step inside the white lines and we've got a job to do. So we're trying to complete that mission. You've played at a few big stadiums before you came to ECU. Yes, ma'am. Which one was the most memorable to you so far? Um, I think playing at Tennessee at Neyland. I remember um, they scored the first touchdown. I was like, I've never heard a crowd this loud before. Just because the way, like, I guess it's set up. It's so steep where, like, the sound just echoes. So that was crazy. So you have experience playing in that kind of atmosphere. Yeah. How have you helped the guys? Uh, prepare for um, I've told a lot of the guys, you know, it's easy to come out there and be nervous or anxious. I'll say it's a better word, but you just got to go out and treat it just like practice. I say the way we practice, the way um, we go hard and practice, it should always be easier than the game just because if you treat every practice rep like a game rep, the game should be like second nature to you. When you are at Georgia, you, you all face Michigan right in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. What do you kind of remember about their their team then and the talent level and everything. Um, I, I remember they were a real sound team. They played with a lot of discipline. And I just remember our game plan um, at UGA, we just wanted to out-physical them because I remember their O-line got the Joe Moore Award like the week before and I, our O-line wasn't too happy about that. And I just remember like we wanted to make a statement just with our physicality and prove that we were the most physical team. We talked to Isaiah Winstead last year and he had some personal goals for himself. Do you have any personal goals this year coming into the the 2023 campaign? I mean, um, I've, of course I've got personal goals. I want to say just like over a 1,000 yards. I want to be first team all-conference. But at the end of the day, 
I'm not too worried about that. I want to win the conference as a team because I know once you win the conference, everybody gets accolades and everybody, like, they get recognition. Coach Houston wants to shut the noise out, but social media now, you hear some stuff. There's been cupcake word thrown around. Does any of that creep into the locker room? Do you guys ever talk about any of that stuff at all? Um, yeah, I'd be lying if I said we didn't talk about it. We all saw that clip, and I mean, it's kind of like nothing new. I feel like the national media, they've always slept on ECU, so I mean, it doesn't change anything. That chip on our shoulder is always going to be there regardless if we're the favorite or the underdog. As a guy who came from Georgia, obviously a great program, but you come to ECU, you kind of see the talent here. You know, do you feel like Teams like ECU definitely do get overlooked in that landscape. Maybe don't get the recognition they deserve. Yeah, definitely. Um, coming here and just seeing, like, we do a lot of the same stuff that we did at Georgia in practice. Of course, it's just new to some guys, some guys. Um, but I would say, like, ECU, we've got talent all over the field, um, especially, like, with schools like Georgia and ECU, I feel like the skill position um, talent drop-off is Barely any, because I feel like guys are fast. Guys can jump everywhere. I feel like it's just um, like probably like O line, D line. It's just size difference, and that's really the only difference I would say. It, you you're moving around a lot of receiver this year, and especially this preseason. What, what's it kind of been like being able to play in the slot, but you can always go back outside and depend on what you guys are trying to do offensively. That versatility. Um, I think it's very important. I've always tried to pride myself on being versatile. I could play any position on the field, I like to say. So um, going from the slot to the outside, it's not any difference. I really don't care where I line up. Wherever coach need me, like I feel like I can produce at that spot. You talked about playing in big stadiums. How do you help the guys this week get ready for a top two opponent in the country? I mean, obviously, at Georgia, you saw some of that. And you know, it, how, how do you help the guys not get you know, stuck? Um, I would say, like, our biggest thing I've been telling the guys is we've got to be together. Like, games like this, we've all got to have the same mindset. So it's like, whether it's us going out to eat um, during the week, us staying out, um, having players-only meetings, like, we've really just got to hone in and, like, have the same, like, militant mindset. So it's kind of like the game plan for the game. you got to have that mentally. Like, we've all got to be on the same page and trying to accomplish the same mission. There is Jalen Johnson, and I didn't get a chance to talk to Jalen or hear from him a ton last year. And the thing that stands out to me talking to him this offseason and leading up to the season is uh, maturity comes to mind. Like, the the way he speaks, very matter-of-fact. Yeah, we saw what the the dude said halftime of the Notre Dame-Navy game. Um, Yeah, skill guys at ECU are are like skill guys that – at bigger conferences, bigger teams, the difference is the O line. Like very matter of fact and honest, and uh, and I appreciate that talking and, to him and humble because I asked him about his personal goals and he, I mean, the, his goal, his biggest goal is winning a conference championship. He because he said that then that means a lot of other guys are are kind of getting the are getting the awards that he wants to get this year. So yeah, very impressed with what Jalen Johnson has to say uh, and uh, you know, his maturity. And uh, I really think we can see a big, big season from number one. All right, uh, Jeremy Lewis, Julius Wood, got that coming up. I saw a uh, – I'm going to run down these real quick, Chandler. This is from Bet MGM. 
and it's not even involving gambling. It's uh, the best college football traditions, and they set them up in brackets. So I'm going to name the tradition, and you tell me the school. Ready? Number one, dotting the I. Uh, that is Ohio State. Uh, versus number 16, Go Blue Banner. Uh, that's Mi- that's Michigan. We got breaking news. Me- we got Shirley Rhodes at the NFL cut desk. Shirley, what do we have this hour? Shirley Rhodes, take it away. All right. Uh, Shirley this- Rhodes, the floor is yours. Thank you. Um, according to the Associated Press, Isaiah Winstead has been waived by the 49ers. So. 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 Well. Yep, yep. Did not make the uh, 53-man roster. Oof. However, Oof. we're still Hopefully. we're still holding out for a practice squad spot. We still want that PS. So that's where we are with Isaiah. I didn't think he'd make the 53-man. So I'm not going to completely lose it. But if I don't get some practice squad news at some point, I'm... When do they usually I might announce that? A, I might call Well, the deadline for practice squad signings, I believe, is tomorrow. Only a day away, I've heard. And well, st- still nothing from Holton? No, nothing <clears throat> from Holton yet. All right. Thanks All for right. that update. So there's your update. Should I reach out to a source for Holton? Sure. Is it better than Jamie's sources? <laughs> I'm going back in time to talk to somebody in April during the spring to get my updated information. That's not good. All right, Chandler, back to the list. All right. Uh, number nine, Rocky Top. Tennessee. Versus number eight, the 12th man. Uh, Texas A&M. Number four, Spear Plant. That would be Florida State. I love that one. Dad gets the... And the crowd saying... Oh, that gets the blood boiling like when he puts it in the ground mm-hmm. the crowd like mm-hmm. chants number 13 howard's rock clemson that one's stupid number 12 ralphie's run uh colorado mm-hmm. the buffalo number five sooner schooner i wonder what that one is oklahoma number two jump around jump around oh man jump up jump up and get down can stay no. who jumps around Oh, UCF? No. Wisconsin. Okay. Number 15, the March On. I don't know that one. Is that Notre Dame? That could be Notre Dame. March On. Who what is Oh, is that um Is that USC? Uh, perhaps. That would make more sense. March On, yeah. <laughs> Number 10, Sweet Home Alabama. Uh Alabama. But I, don't they do Dixieland Delight? They, yeah, Dixieland Delight's more. Which in the song says Tennessee. <laughs> so I guess that's why Sweet Home Alabama's up here. But that they're known for singing Dixieland Delight. Yeah, and Tennessee too. And in the song it says on a Tennessee Saturday night. On a Tennessee Saturday night. Couldn't <laughs> God, that was bad. Eagle Flying. That's uh, Auburn. Got to be War Eagle. War Eagle. Hey. Enter Sandman. That is Virginia Tech. Country Roads. West Virginia. Whiteout. Penn State. Kinnick Wave. 
Kinnick Wave. Oh, that's oh. Iowa. Yep. They wait. They wait to the. That should be number one. I think that's pretty cool. Best uh, football traditions according to this uh, bet MGM. Uh, purple haze. Purple haze. Um, living on a prayer. <laughs> living on a prayer. Ah. <laughs> Jesus. Or halfway there. S- safety dance. Didn't quite make the list. All right, let's take a break. Uh, Jansen, thank you for that. I was not looking at YouTube. He said, according to Nick Wagoner of ESPN, Winstead has been waived. Eric says the Panthers need Winstead. I would love it. We just uh, traded for a Chiefs, Chiefs wide receiver. Jeez. And cannot remember his name. It's, it's kind not of, Cornell Powell. No, it is not Cornell Powell. Do we have any Cornell Powell? I, I, I looked up Cornell Powell a while ago, and I, uh, I didn't find anything on him, whether he was waived or if he stayed on the roster. Um, but Panthers news, I do know that we did release Deion Jones, the veteran linebacker who was very good with the Atlanta Falcons. We signed him about a month ago, right before preseason camp started, uh, training camp, and he has been released by the Panthers. I'm not a good journalist. I I, I, I don't even really consider myself to be. I don't know what I am. I'm a radio host. But, like, I'm not a good journalist. Like, I could just text Isaiah Winstead and Holden and Cornell Powell and be like, hey, do y'all make the team? Yeah. But I don't I don't like doing that. Yeah. So I'm not, I admit, I'm not a good journalist. Because if they didn't, then they don't want to be, they don't have to say, no, I'm I didn't. A, I'm a softy. Like, I. Well, you care about other people's feelings. Though. I do. Which is very nice of you. But it's not good in this, uh, this business. Yeah, you got to, hey, just like Jonathan tells me. You don't ask, you don't get. That's right. So I ain't going to get. That new receiver for the Panthers is Amir Smith-Marset. And he uh, had a pretty good preseason for the Chiefs. He is the new wide receiver uh, with some injuries in the wide receiver room for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, he's a bum. Okay. Uh, Not excited about it. Elliot says, I listened to Coach Houston today. He said we will find out who the quarterback will be on Saturday at noon. Yep, I was there, Elliot. You're all over it. Yeah. We'll take a break. Come back. Bryce Williams will join us. We'll hear uh, what else Mike Houston had to say at his press conference. And get our first Bryce Williams ECU football prediction of 2023. That's on the way when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you ready and pre-approved if the home you want to purchase comes for sale today? Integrity Home Mortgage offers a wide variety of programs ranging from conventional government and portfolio loans, plus construction and lot loans. The Integrity Home Mortgage Team of Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve. Call them today at 714-2076. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. 
Happy Bryce Day to those who celebrate. Because Shirley Rhodes, I'm going to need one, two, this. three, four. I saw the light. I was baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bryce, welcome in. Thanks for having me. Bryce, hey, uh, hello, hello. I enjoy. It. Yeah, you're on. What you mean? What's your boss, Chilea? What's wrong? <laughs> I'm just trying to. <laughs> it didn't seem like it was all Are there. Are you okay? Raise that up a little bit, because you're. Raise uh, up. It didn't seem like it was all there in my ears, you know. Uh huh. Right into it. Dang. Why don't I always Dang. do that? That's nice. Yeah. Now we got a little bass to your voice. Very nice. I like when you're on the show. You're, you're such a kind, nice guy. Today, I want to. I don't want to talk to Bryce Williams. I want to talk to Spice Williams. Whoa! Ooh, hello. <laughs> I want you to bring it. Yikes! Bring a little attitude. I want, we'll you, to, I want you to bring the toot. We're gonna see what we can dig up. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Bryce. Happy game week, man. Hey, man. You know what? When you when you remind which i knew it was but when we passed by mm-hmm. fist bump explosion in the hallway <laughs> on the way to get my hydration um because that's what the guys need to be doing right now is hydrating yeah you, know, you don't start the day up anyways you know just was like dang it's like i mean it's here i mean which is crazy to think um you know just flashing back to you know my first game you know the game weeks um that i was able to experience and just the vibe in greenville and you know, around the campus and everything. So, uh, this is exciting stuff. You know, I hadn't even thought about it. I usually ask those questions week one, like at the press conference to the players, but are you hydrating? Because we always see those week one cramps. Right. And uh, it'll the, get the you heat. if yep. you ain't paying attention to it. Exactly. Now, yeah. the heat won't be a... Let's take a look uh, at the old Ann Arbor weather for Saturday. Ann Arbor. You ever met Arbor. her? Arbor. No, I heard she was a big girl, though. How big we talking? Like hundred thousand pounds. Oh, she's a she's a big girl. Uh, <laughs> uh, she, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the Roddy Dangerfield joke. I, um, uh, I hit her with my car. She said, "Hey, go around me." I said, "I was worried I'd run out of gas." <laughs> she's a big girl, dude. Uh, she was wearing high heels and struck oil. Hey, she's a big girl. What can I tell you? Big girl. <laughs> No oh man all right ann arbor i'm just looking up the dang city information i need to look up the weather it is 77 right now as we look ahead to saturday bryce uh let's let's go to noon and we're looking at wow a little 73 to 80 jump what's 80 how's 80 for a football game that isn't too bad i mean you're still gonna perspirate but um is that right perspirate Mm, perspire, perspire perspirate perspirate yeah. you're gonna sweat yeah um you're still gonna sweat but you know it's definitely not like it is in greenville um well if it was a home game where would we be what's it project well i think we're projecting rain or something are we well we got a little uh something from the tropics rolling yeah. in saturday the rain should be over and we're looking at uh it's actually gonna Jeez. be cooler here than it is in ann arbor wow what a sick joke interesting <laughs> by mother nature <laughs> because do we have like a 14 day forecast can we look at what it's going to be for marshall i'm guessing 92 <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah we got a little uh rain perhaps coming Jeez. in with the storm man but um what we're talking about we we're talking about um 80 
Eighties good. I think there's one game. I think one time I figure. I remember it was like, man, this is like very comfortable weather. It was a home game. I think it was SMU at home, and uh, I just remember it being like feeling amazing. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. And it was uh, that was nice. Eighties. Eighties a little up there. Like yeah, it's still hot, but it's not like as bad. One of my favorite random ECU home experiences was ECU in Virginia. And I think part of that was, I might be way off here, but I feel like it was a great weather day. It was like at the perfect time of the day. Mm. ECU won against an ACC opponent. And uh, I just remember it being a beautiful yeah. Saturday in Greenville. You, you know what I'm saying? You got to hold on to things like that, you know? Yeah, hold on to yeah. what we got. Mm-hmm. Bryce, I uh, got the game notes. Dang. You want to uh, check out the depth chart? Run through it real quick? Yeah. Too right. bad there isn't one. Oh, there's not like any? Not even? Nope. Not even one? We don't have a starting quarterback. I saw that part. <laughs> there is no depth chart. But like, there's no depth chart on like anybody. No, nothing. Why is he doing this? Well, Michigan doesn't release one. So uh, there's a little gamesmanship. Oh, I got you. But, uh, you know, as somebody... I didn't know where it is. Where would it be in this? It'd be in there in the first few pages, but you can look up, down, however direction you want, and you I will not I can read right it. to left, and I'm like, <laughs> No, sir. <laughs> Bottom to top, however you want to do it. Uh, and that's frustrating for us, because we like talking about it, but right. if that's uh, the way Mike Houston wants to go. I do remember Ruff's first year talking real slow so i can make sure i know what i'm saying he did not release they didn't release a starting quarterback we didn't know until dominique davis now we all knew it was going to be dominique davis and not Mm -hmm. brad warnick but i think uh we didn't know until the pirates took the field that's really the last time i can remember Hmm. ecu hitting the field without a starting uh, starting quarterback that would be 2010 wow another thing i wanted to ask you bryce What's more important, Jim Harbaugh not being on the sidelines for the pre or for the season opener, or the offensive coordinator not coaching in the game? If I were to ask you, mm. so Ruffin McNeil's not there, or Lincoln Riley's not there, what's what's the bigger detriment to the team? Uh, I, probably the OC. I yeah. Would think. Yeah. Because Ruff's there as the motivational and the yeah, he's operator, operator. But that is uh that would be a huge deal i think for your offense back then ah uh, yeah and i think that is a bigger factor than harbaugh missing the game because like we've talked about and like mike houston said he's there during the week they're implementing everything right uh, but my thing is like fourth and one at your own 48 yeah like the, that's the head coach's call and then after that i assume it would be the offensive coordinator's call like they're going down a lot of chain of commands there yeah. to make important calls like who's that. next yeah who's the interim oc and head coach do we know any of that well i don't i don't know the names but mike houston did say they have an experienced play caller that will be there and things like that but you know those in-game decisions um these guys haven't made those calls right. on this level maybe right. they've made it on another level right but not in a game as big as this so i don't know i don't know if it's a in fact let's hear what mike houston had to say he was asked about will the suspensions for harbaugh and the oc uh, have an impact on the game this is cut 12 from today Shirley. i'd rather sit some of those players out so uh no i mean I, you know what they have coming back uh, I don't think it will impact their scheme at all. Uh, they have an experienced play caller that will call the game on Saturday. Um, we know him a little bit, and uh, I'm sure that you know, they're, they're coaching the team throughout the week. Uh, so you know, they're, they're going to put the game plan together. 
Um, you know, they just got to have you know a couple of guys implemented on game day. So I think it'll have a minimal impact on the on the game overall. Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same. Like you take them away from the entire fall camp or <laughs> right. from practices, that's almost more than the game. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, most definitely. Um, <clears throat> OC is kind of a big deal, that's for sure. Yeah, um, but I've seen uh, you know even up at that level, I guess they have guys set in place as you know your plan B, plan C, and stuff that still are you know like I said very experienced and you know game situations but then again i don't you know we don't really know who's you know up i mean do they go special teams guy do they go a receivers coach i'd be real curious all right let's get to know these michigan coaching staff uh the co-defensive coordinator defensive back steve clink scale see if uh bryce ran across any of these guys mm. wait they have things like named and sponsored the lester family defensive coordinator jesse mentor huh the Sanford Robertson offensive coordinator slash Donald C. Graham football offensive line coach, Sharon Moore. Jeez. The Robert McCollum family quarterbacks coach, Kirk Campbell. Wide receivers coach, Ron Bellamy. Recruiting coordinator, D-line, Mike Elston. Special teams coordinator, safeties, Jay Harbaugh. Is that his son or something? Uh, looks like he could be a nephew, son. Looks younger. See if they got a personal. Uh, uh, Jay Harbaugh is the son of Jim Harbaugh. Mm. Uh, I do recognize this name. Run game coordinator, running backs coach, Mike Hart. Mike Hart, I believe, was the running back the day App State went to Ann Arbor and beat Michigan. I like wow. him being in that stadium wow. for the uh, bad juju yeah, purposes. Yeah. So uh, I'm down with <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Linebackers coach, Chris Partridge. Tight ends coach, Grant Newsom. Associate head coach, director of strength conditioning, Ben Herbert. So there is the staff. Mm-hmm. So suspended, uh, Bryce, you've got, I guess, uh, Coach Harbaugh and Coach Moore would be the suspended parties in this game because mm-hmm. they are cheaters. They got all those advantages in Michigan, and they still try to cheat. And what's worse, they lie about it after they cheat. Because what did they do? I mean, it was... Hell, I don't even know. Are they Eddie Guerrero? They lie, cheat, and steal. They are. A Latino heat, Eddie Guerrero. Um, let's do a quick, uh, another Google search. Why did Jim Harbaugh... Why did Jim care about Pam? <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, what did I just hit? Uh-oh. I hit the button E-T-T. to the code. Harbaugh gets suspended. Uh, double down, dibadoo, skabadoo, poopata. I don't feel like reading all this crap. I don't know. I know he lied to the NCAA, though. My thought was like, so he didn't get in trouble for the initial thing, but he got in trouble for lying about it? Why didn't he get in trouble for the initial right. thing? I, I really don't care. This no, he's not there. It's not a big deal. Bryce, did you hear uh do you like cupcakes? Yes. Do you me. when you played basketball, did you like making layups? Yeah, they're fine. All right, well Shirley, let's see if he likes these cupcakes and layups. Here's a breakdown for uh ECU in Michigan. Well, more so Michigan during the uh halftime of the Notre Dame Navy game. 
Michigan, 13 wins last year, back-to-back -back college football playoff appearances. I mean, the expectations are high there. What do you expect to see in week one? Well, let's talk about the negative. Jim Harbaugh's not going to be on the sideline, but we talk about all the positives with this team. A lot of returning production, 81% returning production there. I want to see a team that's mature, right? You have distractions because your coach isn't there, and this is a, a cupcake layup opponent. Go out there, play fundamentally well. Your stars should look like stars in this. All right, cupcake layup opponent, bro. You say it. I couldn't catch the is or this isn't. Is. Mm. Is. I tell you what, that rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, Spice Williams might come out. You hear a little bit more of that. Say stuff. that in here. <laughs> I he bet he won't. He won't say that in here. <laughs> no, sir. Oh, man. Now, you look at the odds, and you see Michigan a 35-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, I mean... You look at what they've done to their past non-conference opponents the last three years. They beat them by, like, 40 points a game. Mm. So, I don't think this is personal, but it yeah. damn sure feels personal to you, don't Oh, it feels very personal. <laughs> My goodness. But like I said, I like being, coming, going in and being the other dog. I love competing against the, you know, so-called better conferences. I enjoy it. Um, you know? get to show you know compare yourself and do all that and see how you hold up to people who suppose you're better so um yeah maybe he's just maybe he's just a stats number guy and he's just looking at that i don't know but, ecu uh, has a lot of power in their hands right now bryce they can literally change the landscape of college football on saturday oh my they gosh. can knock a team out of championship contention for sure they can control the entire the narrative of Saturday that ECU will be the talk of college football. Oh, Michigan, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of power to have in your hand, and we have that power. We don't have that on a lot of Saturdays. We're not going to have that when we play Marshall right. or App State or Gardner Webb or Rice, but we're going to have it on Saturday. What I mean, you want to do that's with a lot. it? I mean, that's a lot of power in your just human hands. You know? Yeah, like uh, with great power comes what great responsibility. responsibility yeah i thought that was where you're going with that uh yeah i mean it who says it can't i don't say it can't i know you don't and we'll get to uh to your prediction in a moment uh -oh. bryce by the way was nine eight and five eight and five on his predictions last year uh you know how i know that because I had us going each time. Because that was ECU's record. Yeah. So whatever they did was your record. Because mm -hmm. you had them winning every time. We'll get Bryce's official prediction coming up later on in the show. Uh, Robert says the interim OC was the past OC for Old Dominion. So it does have experience there. Elliot says... Oh, he deleted it. Something about the weather for Marshall. But he did delete it. Uh, Elliot did say, I'm hoping if we do win, to be sure we will be in the top 25. I would think so. You beat Michigan in the big house, and they're picked to go to the championship. We damn sure better be in the top <laughs> 15. Put us number two. Exactly. If Michigan's number two, and we're better than them, hell, we, I guess we should be number one, exactly. but at least give us number two. Exactly. It makes sense to me. What are we even doing? Do y'all know math? If you saw my video <laughs> from the past weekend, I know math. You know math. I know percentages. Uh-huh. So, uh, so there you, you know go. odds, uh, yes, sir, and evens. And <laughs> Elliot says 88 degrees for Marshall. Mm, mm, That's mm. still a warm one. Mm -hmm. That is a warm one. <laughs> That's a warmer, <laughs> a worm burner. 
All right, let's take a break. When we return, we'll hear more Mike Houston. We'll get Bryce's prediction. We'll go Pirate Radio Outdoors. We'll have a giveaway. How are we going to do all that? We'll figure it out, folks. And uh, more from you as well when we return after this. Go with the You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local teams same great local service just the new name for plumbing electrical and hvac services go to call newblue.com that's call nublue.com new blue service group where we are redefining service excellence now let's head back into prl here's clip bryce williams joining us here today and uh kind of talking about the business side of the nfl so keaton mitchell makes the 53 bryce that's awesome for the ravens isaiah winstead waved uh, but what does that mean as far as potential where he could maybe rejoin the 49ers practice squad? I mean, you experienced something similar yeah, to that, right? multiple times, unfortunately. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not always a bad thing, you know. Well, I guess what, typically what they'll say, um, which I had a different scenario because I was with the Patriots and then got released there, but then the Rams picked me up. But um, I think most of the time they'll say if you clear waivers, like if they they'll, like, say – we won't sign any practice squad if you clear waivers. Um, and that could be that maybe they told him that. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. But, um, you know, I think it's 24 hours uh-huh. on the waiver wire. And, you know, if someone signs you off waivers, like while you're in, you know, waiver wire, you know, obviously you get signed to the 53, which is obviously a great thing. Um, but then if you clear waivers, then, you know, you're kind of up for grabs. Um you know, for, you know, practice squad opportunities. So, you know, which still isn't a bad thing. So, you know, hopefully that happens with Isaiah. Um, I don't know Holton's uh, situation now or, you know, Isaiah's. Well, no, I just said Isaiah. Um, you know, Ryan Jones. Then, um, but for Keaton Mitchell, you know, to make it as a uh, undrafted free agent, that is always a huge accomplishment. And they're making it in general, whether you're drafted or undrafted, you know, still is a huge accomplishment. But, um, that's definitely awesome for Keaton. So congrats to him. Um, it's hard to you know release somebody who you know has the speed he does and the ability he he does. So and be ready um, right out of the gate if you want to see him play week one because uh, you might see him on the opening kickoff because he's been doing some returns. Wow, and so. that's a, that's also another great thing and that the NFL loves is guys that can do you know multiple multiple things. So I mean. Literally, you know, Keaton could make a career out of just being, you know, a special teams guy. I mean, he can be a, a vice or a gunner, um, you know, return guy. So, I mean, he he can have a long career, you know, kind of you know, like Matt Slater um, with the Patriots. Yeah. I mean, he's literally – Belichick loves that guy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, he could – I mean, literally 
to make his career out of special teams and that's an awesome way to do it too so um definitely excited for him yeah uh, we talked to terrence copper a lot and he said that's how he made it in the league so long special teams and also Mm -hmm. just being a dependable guy that people liked because when he got i see it was todd haley was with dallas and then got a head coaching job and haley was uh copper's position coach and haley trusted him so much that was like hey you're coming with me to kansas city wow so like you 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 just never know how it all works out there's a lot of politics and things like that and and uh coaches find guys they can trust and if uh i don't know just just got the old foot in the door no matter (laughs) what line of work you're in yeah oh yeah most definitely and you know it definitely holds true at least anywhere you know obviously i saw it in the nfl you know there was guys um when i was with the panthers um when coach wilkes was there as the dc and then he i get signed to the cardinals and then coach wilkes is the head coach there you know there were several guys that he brought over from the panthers um so it's funny how that works you know my hope was you know when coach fisher got fired when i was with the rams maybe someone else hires him or something right. and he because i mean me and him had a great relationship you know we talked hunting and stuff and i mean it was great that's interesting um, so you were kind of looking at the uh the nfl newswire like jeff fisher getting hired jeff yeah. fisher where you at jeff i know so you know that would have been great um you know if that would happen but it's all good but uh yeah it's kind of a nerve-wracking time you know for you know really everybody in the nfl right now all right, let's hear uh, more from Mike Houston today at his game week press conference. Sure, let's get the opening comments. Cut one. It's great to be back for another uh, season of Pirate football. Um, obviously, uh, you know, really excited about the opener. Uh, you know, having an opportunity to go up and play uh, in an iconic venue like the Big House in Ann Arbor uh, is going to be a, a great opportunity for our program, for our players and coaches. Um, yeah, I think everyone knows what uh, you know. What kind of team we're encountering? Uh, you know, most uh, experts will tell you on paper they're the most talented team in, in the country this year, uh, and they return a lot of experience off of a uh, college football playoff team the last two years. Um, they've done a great job building a, a tremendous program. Uh, we uh, we're very excited about our group. Uh, it's been a solid preseason camp, as we've discussed. Uh, the guys have been preparing for Michigan for about a week now. Um, Really solid uh, end to last week. Uh, had probably, you know, we did, we did kind of a, a simulated game. It's all the situations and all the scenarios that can come up and, and kind of special plays and things like that. We did that on Friday uh, easily as clean and smooth as I've ever had one go. And that, uh, that's really a credit to, uh, you know, kind of the focus and the, and the, the character and, the, you know, the, the intent that uh, our current roster has. Uh, so it felt really good uh, coming out last week. Um, had a short practice on Sunday, and then uh, you know today's our heavy work day. You know today and tomorrow will be you know the heavy lifting for this week, uh, getting in all of our um, you know padded work uh, before kind of sharpening up on Thursday with all of our late game scenarios and special teams and uh, and you know just kind of you know ironing out the game plan there and uh, then get ready for the trip on Friday. So. Uh, Excited about the uh, opportunity to go up there and compete and uh, looking forward to getting to uh, 12 o'clock on Saturday. 
All right, we uh, we talked to Jason Nichols yesterday, former East Carolina receiver, former ECU coach, and I asked him at at some point, is there overcoaching? And, and he said, yeah, that, that was a point in kind of the game week where I'm like, all right, it's on y'all now. Like we've given you everything. Um, you can only say the same thing so many times, Bryce. Uh, you still got some practices leading up to Saturday, but uh, at this point, you, you know what's what's going on. You know what you need to do. Uh, is it just kind of those final fine tuning things? Yeah, for the most part, um, you know it's trying 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 to word it. You know, with with the whole, you know, you've been through it a week already. Um, can slightly get monotonous. I mean, you kind of can't expect some things. You know, you definitely look for, you know, each position. You know, I was looking for certain reads off the outside linebackers and things like that and give what gives things away with the defense they're going to be running. So week one, um, you're watching last year's Michigan tape, mm, if you're yeah, – Yeah, last year's Michigan tape, just kind of kind of reading their defense and what their cues are in certain you know situations because obviously your third down offense, defense is way different than first down. Um, so just kind of, and it's like the third and long, third and short. I mean, it's it's unreal what uh, the defense does um, during those position um, situations. But yeah, I mean, after a while, you're just kind of like, all right, you know, it's either gonna um, execute, you know, execute what we've taught you, and you know, do your thing, or you're gonna not perform and you know, kind of fold or whatever it may be. Look, ECU. I know you don't like this, Bryce, but they they don't have many advantages in this game against Michigan. <laughs> I'm gonna just be honest. One they have though is Michigan can look and see what Mike Houston and Donnie Kirkpatrick have done uh-huh. with Holt Nailers and have done with quarterbacks at James Madison, but they can't see what Mason Garcia's done. Right. So you um, do have that the edge. If you know, I don't know if they're gonna completely overhaul the offense but you can maybe catch them off guard here and there with a few things yeah i mean there's we don't have any history on really what any of our skill players yeah uh, a lot of those guys you know i mean you know line you know i guess some guys are coming back but i mean the receivers don't know i don't have it the michigan defense hasn't seen what any of the receivers can do um you know and like i say it could be i mean there's no telling what can happen um you know, and you know these guys are you know first time players for the thing, or just haven't played much. I mean, sometimes when the, you know the lights get on and you know it's game time, a, fli- uh, a switch flips, and I mean you'll see who's gonna you know rise to the t- you know rise to the top in these type of situations and see what comes of them. Speaking of that switch uh, that flips, Jamie says, as a player, what are the nerves going to be for ECU players at <laughs> Ann Arbor? And how long does it take to get settled down? <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, and, I, and obviously just going like your first time out on the field, it's the game, you know, it was mine, you know, I think it was Old Dominion. You know, you feel like everything's just a thousand miles an hour, and you're like, bah, you know, like just, I don't know. I mean, it takes a little bit. I mean, you know, for me, after, you know, several, you know, series and stuff, you kind of get the flow of it. But even then, you know, I guess it could be different for everybody. But, you know, it took me a few series. And, you know, even, you know, your first season, you're kind of like, eh. You know, you feel like things are a little still moving fast and you're trying to rush, um, you know, some things. But obviously it gets better as it goes. So, so like, how about game one, 2015? That's a pretty cool place to open up the the, the swamp. Was that the first road game? Uh, that was a, yeah, first road first game. road game. Yeah. So like at that point in your career, yeah. did you still have nerves? No, nah, you're just 
No, no. You just you knew you know I knew what I could do. Um, you know I was confident and just kind of you know the game still like in my head. I probably am just making things go a little faster than they are, but. Um, you know, I think you just sort of see the field better, see situations better. You kind of can slow it down a little bit in your mind because um, sometimes they say slow is what is it, smooth is fast or whatever it may be. Um, but not like 2015 at the swamp. It was all right. Let's go and you know compete and just get after it. So that that was a fun feeling. Man, wish y'all have won that one. Yeah, that would have been nice. Been a good win. <sighs> Elliot says, I want to tell you how much I enjoy this channel. I really enjoy the fifth quarter. Y'all do a great job a week before the game and the night after the game. Keep up the good work. Elliot, thank you for saying that. That's nice. Thanks, man. Man, just being nice, just saying something nice can really change somebody's whole day. Yeah. I I was having a good day, but that makes it even better. Yeah. When you feel appreciated, you know? Yeah. Elliot, thank you, man. Thank you to to all of our chat boys, um, all the Facebook crew, everybody listening that don't say nothing at all. I mean, sometimes like you say it best when you say nothing at all. <laughs> you did. Oh gosh! What was? Oh man! What's her name? The smile on your face lets me know that you need me. Is that what it is? Oh my gosh! You say it best. Yeah, I, I can see your face. I feel like um, I can see it in your face. I can't think of her. Name. I feel like a dude saying it too. Mm, no, the original was a dude, uh, Keith um, Whitley. Keith Whitley. Whitley. And it was uh He's saying Allison Krause. Allison Krause. Yeah. He's Miami. Allison Krause, one of one the G. purest singers yeah. there is. Uh yes. twenty one minutes ago, Kenny Curling said cheeseburgers. Why'd he say that? I wouldn't mind a cheeseburger. What were we talking about? Kenny, why'd you say cheeseburgers? That was the reason why Jim Harbaugh <laughs> lied. Oh, thank you, Kenny. Somebody else mentioned that too. Maybe Redbeard. Uh, by the way, um, BT Dub, we do have some uh, an update regarding a local uh, former JH Rose, Cornell Boom Boom Powell. Yeah, he has been released by the Chiefs. All right, Cornell Powell available for those uh, that want his services. Could land in uh, maybe Jacksonville with Trevor. Ooh. Could land in Washington with Eric Bieniemy. Him and Trevor back together would be awesome. I got to give credit to my man JoJo for uh, telling me about this like two months ago. It's like, I bet Cornell ends up in Jacksonville or Washington. It's like, why? Like, Trevor in Jacksonville, Bienemy in Washington. I'm like, B-N-M-E? you're a smart guy, JoJo. Eric Bienemy. Yeah, you know Eric Bienemy. That's, that's spelled Sleeping B- with Bienemy? Bienemy. It's uh, something like that, yeah. Interesting. Let's make somebody a winner. Winner. Give it away. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Wild power, baby, don't get the pizza wrong, sir. All right, Shirley, what are we giving away on this Tuesday? I don't know. i got to find my sheet. Oh, there we go. Uh, $10 gift card to A.J. McMurphy. Mm. All right, we'll be out there Wednesday night for sports oh. trivia. Looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> we like a couple of bobbleheads. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shirley, what color? Five. Color five. 317-1250-1234. Five. Back with you, Pirate Radio Outdoors. Bryce Williams' first official prediction. We got to do record. And, well, do we even need to yeah, do we, record we when can. he picks them to win every game? That is, we'll do record. Points, the points. We need to log the points. Oh, you want point spread and uh, over-under? 
Well, that, but when, whatever score I say, you know, we write it down and I can see how close I was each week. All right. We'll do it. I'm going to go ahead and say you might be far off. Uh, yeah, you know. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm making a close one. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professional at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And congratulations to Bart Henderson of Greenville. Picked up a $10 uh, gift card to A.J. McMurphy's The Best Place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is A.J.'s. AJ's has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Brock. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, we are football heavy coming up Wednesday night, sports trivia at AJ's. So if you're a college football fan, NFL fan, uh, come on out Wednesday night. Going to be a lot of fun kicking off the uh, 2023 season. We actually kicked off uh, the season on Saturday. Bryce, did you watch any real college football games? Week zero? I did not, actually. Yeah, I figured. I what figured. was that, last weekend? Saturday. Saturday. Where was it Saturday? Oh, I was working at the house. What are you doing this Saturday? I'll be at a wedding Oh, that's right. Yeah. Former pirate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stewart. Having his wedding on ECU Michigan yeah, Day. Yeah, that's bold of him, but the wedding's at five games at noon, okay. so somebody, I hope, is streaming Peacock. Yeah, somebody's got Peacock there, hopefully. Way better. All right, let's uh, let's knock out Pirate Radio Outdoors before we get to prediction time. Shirley Rhodes, can you crank that up for us, ma'am? Well, well, not too loud. That wasn't on the water. Um, this weekend, but you know, deer season is two weeks away, mm. which I don't know. I'm on simmer. I'm gonna probably be a little late in the stand because it is hotter than mule out there. Um, but we were able to fiddle around with some uh, land by the Noose River, father-in-law has, and we were trying to till up an area for the food plot. But we're gonna need probably some little, little help, probably the mini X to push blade all this like rooted up stuff we got it cleared for a food plot um but the tiller attachment to the tractor just wasn't quite getting too many roots and stuff so you know right now we're preparation for you know food plots and um you know getting some food plot seed and things like that so i'm gonna probably start putting some cameras out some attracting out to see what's you know maybe in the area gotta prep the deer stand make sure there's no hornets up in there Mm. wasp Hmm. Um, Let's do power rankings of um, the ones you don't like the most. Bees, wasps, hornets, yellow jackets. Mm. 
So I haven't. Horseflies, dragonflies. I'm, you know, I'm prob- <laughs> most of the time the stinging ones kind of keep themselves. I'm going mosquitoes and like oh, horseflies. Man. man, you remember, uh, oh, I say remember, I just remember like being at a pool as a kid when that horsefly would yeah. come around. Everybody would freak out. It's on your head. It's on your head. Yeah. Go under. Duck, duck. <laughs> Used to, but, we'd say, horsefly. And everybody would go under the water. Oh, dude, those things, yeah, I was on your head. Then you, you know, sometimes, which thankfully didn't have too much, but the friend who was like trying to get it for you, yeah, and like smack the crap out of oh, you. Oh, yeah. Like, nah. Do they bite or sting? I guess sting. They're, I think it's a bite. I think it's a bite. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And I enjoyed killing them, son of a gun. Golly, it's like, go bite something. Like, why are you biting me? Yeah, really. You know? You got nothing to better to do in your life. Yeah, like, why do you have all hang the things to do? Go yeah. to a farm, bite a goat. You know. All right, sorry. That's what I'm doing. Were you done? Yeah, for the most part, it's just been you know deer season. Getting kind of, I got prep some things. Just kind of go over. It's kind of like a list list week. You know what? What do I need to do? What can I do? You know, things like that. You know, really dial in and hopefully have a successful deer season. Yeah, Bryce, you are a. Uh, this is a quality I'd like to kind of get from you, and I think you're a, you're a big prepper. We hear a lot of like getting the boat ready. Yeah. Getting the stand ready. Getting the season ready. Yeah. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Exactly. exactly. And you are not going to let that happen to you. Right? Oh, yeah. Poor preparation creates poor performance. Mm-hmm. That goes for football. That goes for hunting, fishing. Mm-hmm. That goes for your job. Yep. Your marriage, your life. Yep. Chandler, I hope you're listening. Chandler has not really paid attention Come a lot on, to the show. He's been like looking down a lot today. Yeah. Uh, here and there. It uh, happened uh, before hey. you got here, too. But I'm going to let just, it slide. I've been zoning out. He's I'm a sorry. busy man. But busy. What, of, what was I supposed to be listening to? A little to? bit of a lack of focus today. Just our motivational wisdom talk. You know, we've been our. Hey, we've been your age. You ain't been ours. <laughs> wow. Quote, end quote, Coach Ruff. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a, that's a rough uh, quote. So they say, I've been your age. You ain't been mine. I like, hey! I like that. I like that. Yep. All right. Pirate Radio Outdoors. Anything else? No. Bryce, no. when we return, we're going to have your prediction. But before you give it, I'm going to tell you ECU's all-time record against non-conference opponents. Uh-oh. I'm going to tell you ECU's record all-time against ranked opponents. And then we're going to get your prediction for ECU Michigan. Are we doing the that on the air or off the air when we get off? Everything we do is going to be on the air. I don't want you to speak to me during the break, and I'm not uh, going to talk to you. In fact, don't even look at me. Uh-oh. Don't even look. Stop. Look. <laughs> look away. How can I look at Chandler, though? <laughs> we're back after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. It was a good day today for the stock market. The Dow was up 292 points, closed at 34,852. The NASDAQ was ahead 238 points. 
at 13,000, excuse me, 943. And the S&P was up 64 points at 4,497. That is your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial uh, Report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. It is prediction time. Last year, Bryce Williams went a cool 8-5 and five with his ECU predictions because he picked them to win every game, and they won 8, and they lost 5. 8-5 mm. and five is not bad. 80%. Hey. 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 All right, so Bryce, a couple of nuggets for you. Yeah. Before we get into it, ECU's all-time record in the non-conference is... Wait, since 1997, I have the numbers. 26 years. 43 and 59. (sighs) So they have a losing record against non-conference opponents. Mm. ECU has won three non-conference games in a row. So they are are streaking. So we're on streak. We're streaking. ECU all-time against AP-ranked opponents. 13, 64, and 1. Not good, Bob. (laughs) Yikes. Not good, yeah, Bob. That, that ain't good. But a chance to make that 1464 and 1 yes, on Saturday. Bryce, mm. East Carolina. There's no other way to say it. They're a big underdog in this game. They're it's, uh, is this our biggest underdog we've had? It's the uh, biggest one I can find. Man. And I'm going to pull up the latest number I have on this game. And tell you that Michigan is a 36 point favorite. The over under is 51 and a half. They are not planning on ECU scoring a whole lot. So 46. Man. So they're saying ECU is going to score less than 10 points in this game? Hmm. 51, that'd be 44. 44 to 7, basically. Mm. but that's but but what do they know well i mean they don't know they don't, are they pirates nope i mean if they got jason they're nichols, not a fruit yesterday jason nichols said the, the point spread all that they don't measure a man's heart exactly what i was saying they don't know what them guys think you know they don't know a mindset yep you know there could there's probably some dang young fellows on michigan's team first time playing mm-hmm. you know confidence confidence you know, to me can go a long ways you know mm-hmm. you know in your ability and um you know a lot not let the moment get too big you know mm-hmm. um there's some guy when, them, when that light switch cuts on mm-hmm. i mean you don't know who's gonna shine mm-hmm. some may shut off the roaches scatter <laughs> that's right and the true cream of the crop rises exactly to the team of the top yeah i mean I, i'm going in the, these predictions with my mindset yes yeah that's all you, you can know? do is is get inside your mind I mean, i would love to play them i mean if they got a you know spare uniform cardio i mean i'd probably be good for a few plays because um, what if I knew now what I knew then as mm. a player? Come on. Toby Keith wishes he didn't know now what he didn't Come know on. then. So, I'm acting like I'm playing. Okay. I mean, he's, you know, I, I think we're going to win. I think we can win. We got to play really good. We mm-hmm. got to play smart, take care of the football. Don't beat ourselves. Yes. You know? 
Penalties. Score. I mean, I we got some talented guys. I'm going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going. Uh, ECU. Twenty-seven. Mm, wow. Okay. Good defense for the Pirates coming up. Yeah. Them uh, Michigan. 24. 27-24. Pirates win it in the big house. I can't. I mean, I just... You can't do it. It's not in me. I really cannot do it. They physically cannot pick against the Pirates because you don't believe they're going to win. I'm sorry. You don't believe they're going to lose. I don't. I mean, I don't believe it. That's that's my mindset. This is what it's going to be. Bryce, if I could measure your heart, I would probably call a doctor and say this man has an enlarged heart. Because it is big. Yep. And, and it's purple. And purple. And it's just, it ain't, it, it don't look pretty. But you believe. Oh, yeah, I believe. All right. You're a believer. Bryce, enjoyed it, man. Thank y'all for having me. Next week, we'll recap this one yep. and preview the Bryce Williams Bowl, Marshall and ECU. That's a whole, oh, man. You yep. should be on the sideline for that game. Um, I'm on, mm, I think my, I got my, nephew's first birthday <laughs> we'll talk about that next week shirley rhodes taylor Ennicott, bryce williams enjoyed it we'll see you wednesday three o'clock all new edition of pirate radio live jeff charles take us home have a great night eastern carolina thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation